Yo, what's good, fam? What what's up? How you been? I'm all right, man. How about yourself? Shit, finally settling in. Oh, that's good. That's right. You've been moving. Been moving for like two, three weeks now. This shit's it's never hate over. That fucking shit. hate it. What up, Whit? What up, Phil? Hate that shit. Dang, I need something. Y'all can't even see my T-shirt. I gotta figure out something. Uh, oh, hold on. You got some words. I'm sorry. I'm I'm inviting people, so I ain't. You can't even see it because the the motherfucker's sitting up so so high. I know. I just talked to uh, I just talked to Mari, so he should be in here just in a moment. Ah, uh, she ready today, boy. She came locked and loaded. <laughs> we we were. <laughs> She came locked in loaded today. I'm ready. Fuck is we talking about? Let's do this. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. I tell you what else I listened to today that caught me off guard. Uh, have you listened to? Did you listen to last week's uh, the Joey Badass album? No, I've been meaning to check that one. That out. shit is fire, and it reminds me of. Uh, I'm a big fan of 1999 anyway. And it's basically a continuation of the project, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the samples was from two thousand on that album. That shit is that shit slaps for real. For I saw it. What up, gang? What up, fam? Sorry, we was talking about this Joey badass because I mean we ain't gonna have time for Joey today. We got some other important business to to tend to, but we you got know things to get to. Main but if you ain't listening to it, I was telling her uh, it's real. It's real, real fire, bro, and I, I, I think that you should definitely li listen to it if you're a hip hop head. So, yeah, I'm gonna check out that Joey. I've been meaning to get around to it. I ain't checked it out yet, but I know he's talking that talk. He's like, who's the best MC? Me, Kendrick, and Drake, and all this other. I know he's he talking did that, that talk but now. you know, he addressed, uh, he addressed the hey, one of them songs. He went into massive detail about Capital Steez, bro, and like people were saying that he got that man killed and all type of wild shit. He was talking about, he's like, bro, like, y'all understand, like, that's my nigga to the end. And then they talked about uh, uh, one of the rec uh, one of the record people talked about meeting him for the first time and uh, saying that they was out there crazy. Like, the shit's good. It's dope. And the uh, all the samples are from 2000. So that's why it's called yeah. 2000, because all the samples. And it's real. It, it's, it's, Shout it's out to Joey record. Badass, man. Shout out to we Joey gotta, Badass. You know, it's a, you know we... We in July, so I, I just wonder what the rest of this year is gonna bring musically, man. Because this shit's been wild so far. We got some Let's real, couple, real good shit out here. I sent a couple IG vites out, y'all. I did this that not jumping. too long ago. Get this thing jumping one time. Let's set it off then, bro. Uh, let me pull up. I don't have none of my stuff pulled up. I gotta, <laughs> you know me. I got to. Uh, let me uh, switch to my. Let me get my computer back up. But how y'all been, man? Everybody good? Yeah, You've been cool, out for a few bro. weeks. I'm I'm great. Cool. Bruh, so explain to me what's going on with Wednesdays, bro. I don't really want to get into that on here, man. It's it is what it is. Uh, just know that Wednesdays on our end is gonna keep going, even though okay. that venue that's what I was closing. wondering and I was even, hoping even that was no worries, Wednesdays will continue. The dynasty continues, y'all die. Yo, for everybody who's on here who don't know, uh, speaking of random shit this week, apparently 
Super Chef restaurant is closing on Thursday on Marstown Road, and they ain't said nowhere else where it's opening. Like, it's just going to be closed for the time being. Wow. Well, he got a couple different spots, man. I know he's going to keep it keep it fire, you know, keep it bouncing back and shit. He got a couple other spots, man. They just shutting everything down. Man, it is. It's why I want uh, to guess because it's getting expensive. Man. Hold on, it's, bro. It's I just noticed the uh, got the Beyonce shirt on. Start <laughs> the 2013. Let's do this. Check my card. I wish I had a Beehive card. Start the 1997, nigga. We've been out here. Been hey, here. let's get into it, Virgil. What's the first? What's good, everybody? You know, once again, hold on before we get started. This is the Dope Though Friday podcast. You know, we've been missing for a minute. But, uh, Y'all been know, missing us, we know. Because the queen herself is dropped today, so it's a big topic of discussion, and we can't miss out on it. So, I mean, we got Kendrick. We got Kendrick a month, what, two months ago now, and now we got Beyonce. So, I mean, these are important parts of black culture that we must discuss. I'm not so, tripping, uh, bro. Did we get cold this year, too? Nah, cold was last no. year. It was the end of last year. So, what we got? We got Drake, Kendrick, Beyonce. We got somebody else this year too, Kanye. We got a bunch of. Oh, we got of, Pusha T. We got Kanye. Oh, and we got too. Pusha T. Right. We got a lot of I mean, big, big it's stars. It's been a great year. year in music. It's mm-hmm. been a fucking phenomenal year in music, and you can't deny it. Um, but you know, we gonna get things started out. We're gonna get started out, boy. Oh boy. Who I got so, on first? Let me know. So the first thing that we gonna get into. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor Adams. From New York City, son is a drill rapper. Is it a problem? Boy, I'm going to be real honest. I, I hate to break into to y'all. I really don't like drill music. And it ain't because they like, you don't understand it. The crazy thing is, is drill, they've been doing drill music in like the UK for like a decade or even more so than that. It ain't the problem of the music. It's the problem of you niggas rapping on the music and you can't fucking rap. Like, it ain't. Because Lotto made a drill song, and that drill song is fire. Like, Lotto was on beat. She's the only one. There's plenty of rappers that's made drill music that can rap. But a lot of y'all can't rap, and y'all just saying, well, it's drill music. No, it's not. Cardi did a dope feature on some drill music. You know what? I like drill music, though. I'm a, I ain't going to hold you, man. I like Fabio. Fabio, nice. I, I was up on Pop Smoke early before Pop like Blue Pop, up. Smoke. Pop Nice, Pop you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a couple of them New York has. Um, that New York drill a little bit different from the Chicago drill. Chicago drill. drill. Yeah, we talking about in New York drill specifically right now because that's the where the mayor's son's from. I like the New York drill. Um, I thought you was going to say you didn't like the part, how they be, like, smoking on each other's dead homies and, you know what I'm saying? That's like, weird, nah, that's They be weird. taking it really far, really disrespectful with that angle. But, like, the, the music itself, nah, I rock with it, man. I, I don't think it's a problem that his son does drill music. He might really be out here drilling. He might really be, you know, who knows? Just like, because yeah, my just cause he's a mayor, though, mayor. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't mean he ain't out here in the streets for real, for real. His daddy like, wasn't born the mayor, you know what I'm saying? And, just, and I, nothing that your parents do, like, has anything to do with you, so... It, it, just because my mama may be a police officer, uh, you know, president, does not mean I'm on the same upstanding rights as her. Like, nigga, we getting to it. <coughs> Look, if your if your daddy was missing, that don't make you a ghost. Like, you know, nah, what I'm saying? I just feel that. <laughs> you feel me? Like, <laughs> oh, wow. I just feel the most drill music. I'm just saying, like, the yeah. average drill music person just doesn't make good drill music. When drill music I, is good, I disagree that's just with awesome. that though, bro. I don't think the average drill artist is trash. I think. There's a lot of drill artists that are trash, and a lot of them that you're probably hearing aren't even the ones that are, you know, really big on their scene. 
it's just so easy to see these cats on like say cheese and these blogs and stuff that's trying to get on and they suck but like the guys that really do it yeah people. like Fibo and like you said like i'm straight with Fibo. i don't have any problem with Fibo, talking about Fabio. Bobby yeah, it's not, and, uh, uh, Sada Baby. You know, I love Sada Baby, bro. I don't know why I got Sada it. Sada Baby's funny. Sada's on some Detroit shit. See, that's a little yeah. bit different from, Detroit like, New York drill. drill. That's a different scene. And they got their own drill shit going on. Like, and, you know, I, I messed with Pop Heavy. I thought Pop was dope. And you, that Pop Smoke you, album was hard. You said it. You said it multiple times. If Pop didn't die, bro, he would have been big. He would have been. We talking oh, yeah. 50 Cent. We talking about 50 yeah. Cent big. Yeah, like, he was on his way to being a megastar. Because not only yeah. could he rap. He could make hit singles, and he had a little harmony to him where he was singing mm -hmm. on the hooks and all that stuff. And the it girls was the liked voice, him. bro. It was the D voice. You know, women used to go crazy on the D yeah. voice, bro. Ain't that the uh, the one that uh, they said if Fifty Cent and DMX had a baby? Yeah, it would be pop yep. smoke. And yep. then DMX said, "Well, I'm not the mama, so." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But no, nah, I don't see a problem. I, I don't think y'all see a problem with that either, right? Like, it, uh, whatever. Do do his music. I'm more concerned with is the music hot though. Like, I don't give a fuck that who part. that is. Yeah, is if it ain't if it's trash, bro, we yeah. don't want it. But I mean, if you if you here to make some real some real hits, we here for it. Why not? I'm not gonna hold you if Sasha and Malia come out on some city girl shit, bro. What it is, what it is, dog. Like, I don't, I don't care. Is the music hot? Right? Are you doing your thing? Are you talented? I really hope not, because I hope both not of them can rap and they, not one. They literally aren't. They could. Although <laughs> the oldest one, Come Mike, on. she a little, she a little gangster, bro. She be smoking cigarettes like at twenty two. Like now, nah, Sasha the one, because Sasha ain't like the the problem. No, it's Malia. Yeah, the youngest one's Malia, because Sasha was out here with when she first went off to college. They ASAP and them. They was exposing her like we. If I'm doing something smoking and shit, oh, her friends, yeah. yeah, her friends, like the people that she was choosing to to roll with, basically was like, look, look, they was exposing her. Where her little sister was like, no, nah, I'm gonna get my crew in order. Like we gonna mm -hmm. we gonna do some shit, and ain't nobody recording and posting out of motherfucker. Did she learn from big sisters' mistakes? That's what it That's was. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, she like we're not doing this again. I'm like you said, I'm gonna get a crew. We're gonna be close knit. We're gonna make our moves together. You're not posting that shit. Just ain't nobody outside of our circle. See, they was trying to get clout off our older sister. Mm -hmm. Oh, we put this out. You know, TMZ gonna pay man. us this much. That's crazy. That's why. I, yeah, fuck that shit. That's what, little sister did right. Cause that's I'm a little sister, so that's what you do. You watch what <laughs> your big brother and big sister do. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit. And then you go ahead and execute. That's the key. Cool. All right. What up, kid? Moving on to our next our next topic. Man, you know, it's National Beyonce Drop Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 12, 12 o'clock, Renaissance Drop. The album cover actually has me in tears, bro, where she's riding the little, she's riding the horse, and I'm like, duh. The disco horse. The disco horse, right. We going disco, baby. Um. So I mean, is it is it is it a dope though, or is it a note though? Let's let's Look, go ahead and have like, this conversation. I, I feel like we gotta let Thug get her shit off first. I'm gonna let Thug do a thing, and then I. Oh look, I she done took in. the hold on. She done took the drink, bro. It's about to get real serious. Yeah, we, we gotta let Thug do her thing, man. All right, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be very transparent. I was nervous. Would not hold you. I was very nervous about this project. Probably the first Beyonce album in my whole life. I was like, I don't know. We gonna see. But boy, did she make me, she served me up a plate of my motherfucking words, because nigga, this motherfucking renaissance, nigga, nigga, listen, we're going there, we're taking it, it it's, it's filled with 
different vibes. It's not all <laughs> like, but she's there. It is dance. It is house. It's just different rooms in the house. She got her Afro beat. She got her Donna Summers, you know, R&B mixed with the dance song. She has all of that shit. Like Beyonce did it once again. But, she did it. But you know, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you this question because you know it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come back to this. How come you fuck with this album? You said that Drake was trying. Hold on, hold on, let, let, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let everybody, bad, let everybody bad, get they, let everybody get their takes off first yeah. on what we think about the album, I'm and then so we can, glad you said that. then we can get into that. Because um, I have the best rebuttal in the motherfucking world, and I already <laughs> said it three, four weeks ago. However many we, we talked about this earlier, I'm gonna tell you exactly why. Go ahead. So, unlike a lot of Beyonce fans. I won't even say a lot, but a decent amount of like dedicated Beehive members. I don't know that I'm in a Beehive, so I don't I don't think I count for that, right? But I obviously fuck with Beyonce. Like Thug, for example. I know she was like, I ain't listening to no leak. I'ma wait until the project drop. I'ma you know, I'ma hold it down for the queen. So I'ma stand strong, my nigga. It's so, been so six I years had to, and I can wait. I had the album like two days early. I definitely listened to it. And it was dope when I listened to it. I, I rated it. I put it on social media. I gave it like a 7 out of 10. Here's the thing, though. The album version that I got was not sequenced the way that this current album is sequenced. And sequencing matters a lot to like an a album, bro. Big so, matter. Yeah. And so when, so when I lit... Because even though I heard it early for two days, I still said when it dropped at midnight, I'm gonna listen to it brand new, just like everybody, and I'm gonna play the whole damn album. I played it from top to bottom, and I was like, nah, this is better than a seven. This is at least, at least the eight, at minimum. At least the eight. This album is pump. This album is fire. I don't want to answer the other question because I'm gonna let answer, I'm gonna let Thug answer that first too. But this album is a very good album. Um. It is obviously dance influence, but I feel like this album has a lot more funk influence in it than people thought was going to be on there. And it's got it's a little bit of funky. touch of Afro beats and the transitions on this album are like butter, the way it flows oh, into that, 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 that is, is crazy, it's crazy, yo. So like, yeah, this is at least an eight and I feel like it's a grower because from Wednesday to today, I'm liking more and more stuff. And you know, more and more stuff is you know just resonating with me. So I feel like maybe two weeks from now, I and might gonna be like a ten. Yeah, you know this. This is a really, really dope project. I I'm think a, people thought because she was doing something different, they was ready to shit on it. <coughs> and when you heard it, you was like, "Oh, this shit actually kind of hard." Though. It, I'm a, uh, hard. I ain't even gonna hold you. I was expecting a whole lot of house music. Obviously, off of Drake's statement. And, you know, we had talked about Drake actually writing on this album. And, yeah, you're like, y'all better get accustomed. So I was expecting house music. Well, to my surprise, it's not really house music. Like, it's just it's it's a house. black music. Like, this project, Beyonce has done a lot of black projects. But I feel like this project is super fucking black. Now, like, mm -hmm. we, I'm talking, like, this, this, this gives feeling that you know trouble man gave when they when they first released that like it, it's dancing it's very it's very summertime joyous feel to it but there's still that black undertone and her talking her shit and you know her her plights of being a black person and that shit is wild like i was listening to it and i it, i think i got to a point where i was like dog i don't it's like the kendrick album 
I didn't know I really needed this. Like, it's really, really black people joy still talking that shit, but still being extra, extra proactive about things, bro. Like, it's amazing. Like, you can tell she's taking time to craft this album. And then transitions, bro, it's like you listening to, like, one giant album that rolls right from one to the... Like, you can't even tell where the next song begins because of the way it ends, and it just rolls into the next song so yeah. smoothly. And, you know, to be honest, we talk about rapping, she can out-rap probably about 90% <laughs> of you niggas out here hands down, bro. Like, because when she was rapping, she was throwing bars out there, bro. Bars. Bars. She, uh, I agree. It is a sad... It's between an eight and a nine for me. Solid. I don't have any problem with the album. It ain't my favorite Beyonce album, but the more I listen to it, the more it slaps to me. And it does give me a a, a reminder of what the, the late 80s and early 90s sound like. But we talk about R&B all the time. And we need that back. Like, that was when they was making R&B. And I think if somebody's going to be the forefront leader of that, why not make it one of the greatest artists who's ever been out there? So... I'm I'm game with it, bro. It's solid. If you hate the album, you just uh, you don't like you uncultured. You don't like music, right? For real. You're, right. Like, you're uncultured musically if you don't like yeah, it more than you're like a fake it, music lover. And okay, I seen some people ready? say that, like, man, I need to go back to my summer walk. Uh-uh. I get that because uh-uh. that's all go you ahead. listen to, so yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. And it's not even a knock; it just no, is no, what it is. They may uh, they want to go back to Summer Walker because they mad at their baby daddy. That's what I feel <laughs> like. You know what I'm they want some toxic shit. They want that that bullshit. And I'm over me personally. Um, I know that R&B music has always had its toxic traits. Here's the issue, guys. The y'all getting lazy at this point. It's not good. Like back in the day, they blended it so good you didn't realize it was toxic until you was of age of awareness to go back and listen to some shit. You was like, these motherfuckers was dirty. But the lyrical complexity. Shit, yeah. Exactly. Y'all don't have that. Y'all literally just y'all ripped the band-aid off and y'all being very direct and it sucks. Y'all need to go back to some Except for uh uh shout out to Brent Fires though and Don Tolliver though. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're they're talented artists creatively though, so they can be right. toxic without just flat out boom. Like they still be a little bit too. You gotta be like, damn, did he just? Okay, yeah, he's yeah. Right. Like yeah. right. instead instead of the direct approach of being like, Nick, just because I cheated doesn't mean that I don't love you. Uh, that's exactly what it means, dumbass. Shots nigga. Like, at I the vision. Yeah, nigga, full clip. Fuck y'all niggas. That, that shit was trash. <laughs> JD, you, you need your motherfucking hey, yo. book. Because JD, you've written great toxic records in your past with Usher, and then you get lazy with this, and y'all dissing Song Cry, which is a toxic song. Even Jay Z himself said it's toxic, but y'all did with a sample, and y'all it was shit. The whole thing was ass. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. It, y'all didn't execute it right. Y'all was like, just because. Okay, so when the women start putting out songs like that, I don't want to hear no niggas talk. Ah, say here we go, ah, bitch. If that's the game we playing, then let's play. Let's do it. Equal opportunity. Hello, so, why not? So, so I want to circle back. Um, I'm, I'm going to take this point first. Uh, I'm going to let you get your shit off too, but I want to circle back to Virgil's question about the people saying, you know, y'all better get a Beyonce album the same energy y'all give the Drake album. And I explained this to several people. If Beyonce's album sucked, then we would probably give it the same energy that we gave Drake's album. I don't think people shit on Drake's album because he decided to make different music. I think people shit on his album because he made different music that was trash. Hello. The beats beats are trash. He can't sing vocally, first off. So if you're going to do a whole album of singing and you can't sing, 
then what the hell, bro? So you already what are we in a talking about? He he can't harmonize because he, he doesn't know the scales. Like so, when you're trying to be ambitious, that's cool, but you can't deliver on this product because you don't have the the chops, you know, vocally to do so. Whereas Beyonce's been doing these records since like Blow. She's already been doing this type of sound. She's she been, been doing touching. that shit since B Day. We yeah, really she has been touching on these records B. for a long time. But don't say that, but y'all act like we can't act like Beyonce. Beyonce's been around like she's almost been in the stars' eyes since this type of music was made. Like So here's the other thing with that though, Virgil. Look, um, so the unts unts shit. Okay, cool. The house music thing. Drake's house music is Chicago influenced. And Jersey Shore influence. What Beyonce, Louisiana. What what Beyonce's doing is more funk influence, more dance influence, like CNC Music Factory. It's more bounce music influence with Big Frida and stuff. It's not even really the same exact shit that he did. People just yes, don't hear he, traditional R and B and automatically be like, "Oh, they made the same shit." No, they didn't. Them albums are worlds apart. She's a she's ten times the vocalist. 20 times the vocalist that Drake is. All and the right, production on this album is far superior. Her 808's slapping. Her 808's slapping. On <laughs> so y'all seen too. that she said she'd been working on this album for three years. We know that this man was not working on that project that he put out for three. He probably and, it heard, and it sounds like that. Yeah, it he, sounds he probably, every bit like quick. Let me rush it to get ahead. Of, uh, try to get in front of her and think that it was going like, he, it was, you know, people was going to give him credit for starting the trend. Usher in the sound. You didn't. You didn't execute it right. Can I go? Is, yeah. is, is, yes. Right, do your thing. You. Do your thing. Thank girl. you. Because I've been waiting on this motherfucking question. One, I have a question for y'all. When did y'all start comparing Drake, Aubrey to motherfucking Beyonce? I don't get it. That's one. Drake is not a singer. He's not an R and B singer at all. This nigga has the same. He sings at the same note every fucking song. He don't do nothing different. Beyonce is a singer. She is a vocalist, which means she gives highs, lows, deeps, mids. She knows the whole fucking scale, and she runs it very well. Drake can't give me that. Never has, never will. You're not a singer, bro. And why y'all comparing this this non-singing motherfucker to a, a singer? It makes no sense to me. And it shows how immature you are musically. The reason why Drake ain't getting the shine that Beyonce's getting is because Drake's was half-assed and it was lazy like everybody else's project that's been coming out here lately. These artists are lazy. When you come across artistry that takes its time, i.e. Kendrick Lamar and Beyonce, you get different sounding projects like this. You don't get different sounding projects when you're constantly pushing out bullshit and then trying to sprinkle salt on it and give it flavor and tell me that it ain't shit. It's salted flavor shit, nigga. You don't have to tell me otherwise. <laughs> so cut the fucking hey. shit. Drake's not a singer. He never will be. I don't give a fuck how you bitches feel. He ain't a singer, girl. You need to right. find a fucking singer. So to compare him to a fucking singer like Beyonce that's been in this game since 1997 in a group and then solo to have group projects and seven now solo projects up against a rapping, singing, emo-ass nigga makes zero sense. I don't get you niggas. Y'all hear people singing, and y'all just automatically assume R&B, this. So, this. I, I, it I'm is a, a really weird real comparison, R&B. though. It is a really weird comparison because even when he does sing, he's not typically even doing R&B. He's typically doing a pop style of singing or an Afro beat style of singing. Dude rarely even ventures into R&B singing at all. 
And like she said, and like I said, like he's not a great vocalist. So why are you comparing him to one of the greatest vocalists of all it's, time? Like it's melodic. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even vocals. It's just him being, it's him being melodic. You know that's it. He's being a melodic rapper. Ooh, ooh. Plus, I'm gonna be real honest. I don't normally do this. When I seen that album cover, he is. I knew that album was trash. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I see this nigga came out with the South Park Mexican was album. Now I was like, what is that? Now like, who uses that font, bro? That ain't yeah. Hispanic. With me. His little cousin did that cover in two hours, <laughs> and, just... and they like, mixed nah. the album the same way. Your little cousin mixed that shit together. Fuck and, out of here. To be sad. honest, to be honest, man, like that. Depth is a big thing when it comes to R&B, and that's a problem in R&B now. Like, you know, R&B singers should have backup singers. I don't care, you give a damn if you're the best, back, you know, greatest R&B singer in the world. R&B singers having backup singers help them hit notes that they can't always hit themselves. And those and, harmonies accentuate the song. Right, right. And it, may, it adds depth to the project, and it creates something that didn't exist. Because Beyonce can sing, but she can't sing like a nigga. So if nope. it needed like a nigga's, you a know, nigga's voice, you voice know in the up. back, Beyonce can't do that. And see, yeah. that's the thing, like, Drake doesn't understand that. It is literally Drake trying to sing on these songs, but it's just Drake. Back in the day when we listened, when you listened to Sly and the Family Stone and you listened to The Temptations, it was a reason why it was a group of niggas. Like, there was a reason behind that. Because everybody had their highs and lows and their strengths and weaknesses. And that's the thing that, you know, we don't have R&B groups no more, so we don't see it. But you need to bring them back, for real. Right. That's a, it's a, it's I know a, that nobody want to split the money and shit, but just for, like, quality and sound purposes, groups are needed. Like, yeah, it, it, really are. Gives, it gives you that structure. Like you said, it gives you a full sound. Like, you have, you know, certain artists, they sing. Like, Boyz II Men is a perfect example of that because they were literally building those uh, pop groups off of Boyz II Men. They wanted sync and Backstreet Boys and 98 Degrees to look, they be white, be white boys, but I want y'all to sound and look like boys to men. Right. Like that, yep. they were the blueprint of it. And so when yep. you got shit like that, where they had each, each person carry their song and they made great music. And that's what's missing. It's like it's like you said, it's the harmonies, it's the way to be able to carry each other where you when one person lacks that, the group is to be able to fill it in and you still get your message across. Like that's the point of a group. And you know, that's why I feel like we don't have them classic albums, because I feel like, yep. you know, groups like In Vogue and SWV yep. and where we talk about, you know, Jonasy being the greatest, because yep. it's four heads come figuring things out and they're they're all filling in places that like, oh, I want to talk about, you know, the black man plight. Oh, cool. Right. And then they're like, oh, I want to sing some love shit. And then cool. one nigga's like, I want to sing some fucking, like, yep. balance. It's balance. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. Drake doesn't understand that balance because, like y'all said, he is not a singer, bro. He's like, one-dimensional. He You're one-dimensional. Like, as much as, like, I understand creatively people that are that are creative, they strive to, you know, be different and to, to break barriers and shit like that. And then some people do it effortlessly. And then some people have a struggle with that, and it's and it shows. And so, like, although it looks like to us, because we're the consumer, it looks like Beyonce does this effortlessly, but she puts thought into it. There's there's meaning behind these tracks, like the the research, production, who writes, who does this. Like you, you're putting together a whole cohesive project, and that's why I feel like "Break My Soul." When it came out by itself, me person, just for my person, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm hoping that if I hear it in the album, 
space, then it it makes sense. And when I heard it being built up with the songs before it and the songs that it goes into, bitch, it makes sense. This is why I can't be <laughs> yeah. mad at this girl. I'm like, although I question you because I'm human and I do have my concerns, you you know what? I don't even know why I do this because I'm I'm gonna start trusting you more because you ain't let me down yet. Not album wise. You these albums are cohesive. Like they're you they're consecutive, they're consistent. You can play these from top like all the way through without being like, Well, I like the first like most people they'd be like, I like the first half of the album, the second part, it loses me. With most projects, you if you lucky the first one the first half of the album grabs you and the second one, you like, nigga, I ain't going nowhere because I'm here. Like I'm I'm in tune with it and I wanna know where this is going. And I feel like Renaissance is just what it is. Like title wise, it's a it's a story. It's a it's a we went through every club that we could go through and we danced and I feel like that's what we're missing. We're missing in music, we're missing love and we're missing fun and dancing. Like none of these things, everybody's popping pills, everybody's toxic, everybody's cheating, everybody's doing the same shit. And I and no we're not. Everybody's not living the same life. There are some people that are they want to dance and be happy. They want to be in those spaces. We need that music and I feel like that's what Beyonce gave us. It was like, all right, enough of this, you know emo bullshit that y'all been getting if we about to get back to you know dance and love and having fun again and that's what we need i got uh one more thing on this subject um i don't know how y'all feel about this and i and i felt this way like uh i feel this way about there's some people that we need to stop questioning yeah. like if you right. heard, when you heard Ken, if you heard in 95 off Kendrick's album, and you just hear it, you're like, what the fuck is it? You know what I'm saying? Or count me out. You're like, what is mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Or you hear what's called, what is this? These aren't these are single songs. And then we like, man, I don't know about this project. I don't know about this project. They have multiple classics underneath their belt. Multiple. Yeah. Same yeah. thing Trust to be them. said for Jay. Same thing to be said for a lot of these. Drake arguably does not really have a classic. Arguably, not cohesive. Yeah. He has it's one. The, yeah, it's debatable. I'm with you on that. Like, if somebody said that he didn't, I would be like, yeah, I, I can see that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If somebody said he did and they named maybe one or two albums, I would be like, yeah, I could see it. But the yeah. fact that you can even do that, it says a lot. Because you right. can't when do that with Kendrick. When he's Mr. Can't miss, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't do that with Kendrick. Yeah. Even even J. Cole got uh, Force Hill Drive. Like, that's kind of an yeah. yeah. undisputed classic for him. It like, is. That's, that's so really the fact good. that that Drake's got what not seven, eight albums, and we could still sit here and say, eh, right, debatable. To me, I feel like nothing was the same as classic because it's like the best of all the Drakes. I would and, say like, nothing really was the same. Or take care. If somebody told me take care I was a classic, so. I might take care. Yeah, if somebody told me take care was a classic. I'd agree. If somebody told me nothing was the same was a classic, I'd agree. But at the same true. token, if somebody said. I think those are really, really strong albums, but I don't think he has a classic. I would now, I would yeah. and, right, and right. all the more all the more reason why you motherfuckers gotta stop comparing this weak ass nigga to a queen. Because <laughs> Beyonce has now seven. You count them kids, seven fucking solo albums. Seven of them things. And you tell me where the bad one is, because all you gotta do for me, it's like Jay Z. Jay Z has what twelve albums or something like that. And to and, be honest, none of them are trash. The they was just over our trash. heads when they got released. Yeah, they was over our heads. I remember so somebody you, was like, "Have you listened to Kingdom Come?" Since uh, since I was like, "No," he was like, "Man, that album should. has been remade like fifteen yes. times since At that least. album came out by different yes. artists because yes. he was above the curve." Like, 
They hated that shit. I love Kingdom Come. I love when he came back. And that's what that's what I'm saying. It's a there is a I have a laundry list of reasons of why you cannot y'all doing Aubrey a disjustice by even putting him up against this girl. Like it's impossible because like I said, nineteen ninety seven, she was in a group. She has group projects and then they break off and do solos and now she has seven kids, seven solo projects. We're not Listen, talking about Destiny's Child. She's about to have nine because this is only act one. one. On and we don't even know what the next two acts and, are. We don't know if like, that's a tour or what. We don't know what it is. To be honest, them group projects was, hey, dude, was class, that was his classics. You fucking crazy. The writing's that, on uh, the Destiny's wall. Child didn't have no classics. <laughs> The writing's on the, the wall. The is classic. Like, there's a the reason why they is. shot to the top because it that shit's top tier. Y'all gonna quit playing with my sis. Like, somebody told face. me. To, somebody told me today that Renaissance is Beyonce. I'm not willing to go this far myself. They said it's our best album. I'm gonna preface it that no, that's not what they said. I'm gonna preface it by saying I'm not. This is not me saying this, but I thought it was an interesting take. They said Renaissance by Beyonce is Beyonce's off the wall. Ooh. They said they said it's her most ambitious at a time that people thought um that music was gonna be here and she took it here. Which is exactly what Michael did at that time. But off the wall did. though was a better project. Like, oh for sure. For I sure. No, I mean like off the wall for is sure. his best project. That's I his best personally project. don't think You don't think thriller is I think it's no, the I, best gonna, I don't think thriller is because when I, I go down the track list on hits. thriller, there ain't a miss, bro. But and, and off the wall, I'm listening off the wall and off the wall don't have no miss either. Dog. Like that's why I to be honest though, but neither does bad and neither does no. no, it's, it's like, different so, though. It's different though. It's different the levels. Different. Like, let's be real. In Michael's discography, you got off the wall and you got thriller. The rest of them is the rest of them, bro. They yeah. not I mean, I ain't disagreeing with that either. My God, you're right. You're right. But like I don't I think the highs my, I don't think I think the highs on thriller are so high bro we never seen that again in music you're not going to see it again no you won't you. that's that's all i'm saying like i get it with off the wall because there ain't a miss on it off but the, the wall, highs man. on thriller are the oh, highest high. that we've ever seen in the history of music in any genre like how do you how do you, off, you go need against off the that? Wall. Okay, put it like this. Off the wall, you need off the wall in order to get the thriller. For sure, right. yeah. It's, it's, you yeah. can't be right. these you two guys. They, they, they hold hands. Like, they yeah. literally, and, that, and the crazy thing is, kids, is that ain't even Michael's first fucking album. Like, that's probably yeah. Michael's, like, fourth, third solo album. No, that was, like, uh, that was the album, it. though, to where... Michael was made what Michael wanted to make. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was, yeah. you could tell that that was, you know, who was it? Uh, uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and uh, Quincy Jones. And like, they was brainstorming and he made what he wanted to make. And what people don't realize is that that album is disco music. Straight At disco. a time when disco had been banned, Mike was like, dying off. put this out anyway. And that's yep. what it was. And it's and like, it slid from the first track to the last track. The there was no misses on that joint. There's no I only the only reason, like I said, the only reason I put Thriller above it because think about the magnitude. I made this statement twice now. Think about the magnitude of it. The highs on that album are the highest of any album we've seen in the history of recorded music across <laughs> all genres, bro. Like yeah. it, it's just different, man. Yeah, it is. It is. But I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think this is her high. I don't. I don't think this is even the beginning of what. 
like you said, this is a three-part series, bro. I think mm -hmm. this is probably going to be the weakest of the three, to be honest with you. you never know. So, so they're never saying know. they're saying she's she had been locked in for three years working on these projects. And I know there's, they're like she's in with Stokely and she's in with Raphael Sadiq. So and, maybe we get an R&B one. Yeah, like so. I'm anticipating – one of them is going to be a crazy R&B project. Then I, I heard some that. people saying she might touch country, which is going to infuriate them white people. Well, oh, she's yeah, already she done a couple of things. Country, country, bro. Yeah, she makes a country song. It's a rap. It's a what rap, was that? Bro. Was it Daddy Issues or daddy, something like daddy. that? Daddy. Yeah, Daddy uh, Issues. That, That's my shit. That joint is fire. Fucking cold. <laughs> I love is that fire. So if she's going to give me a whole album of that, I'm going to listen to it and niggas going to think I I'm crazy. I trust Beyonce musically. Like, she can probably get, because her projects over the years, they embody all of these sounds. Like, <laughs> just just with Lemonade, it get, it, she went through, like, different genres from, like, the beginning. Like, she gave you classical with the, the opera singing, with the, you know, the airy shit. Then she gave you, you know, country. She gave you hip-hop. She gave you R&B. She gave you, she gives you every sound in, in it, but... Like I said, it's cohesive. Like the shit makes sense when you play it all together. And her projects, when if you're a Beyonce fan, you already know you have to listen to them in its entirety. You don't approach her albums and just be like, go off the names because I hate you'll that miss. about so, yeah. so Beyonce, Jay Z, Kendrick specifically. Those are three artists. You cannot skim through the album. You can't play it on shuffle. No, you gotta no, play no. it at the top of the record and let it ride through because mm -hmm. the sequencing from those three artists are immaculate. And it's no coincidence that those are three of the biggest artists ever. That sequencing is so vital to the cohesiveness of an album. And they got that master. And you that's was talking about, you talked about too. Off the Wall. And that's the thing about Off the Wall and Thriller. Like, that Thriller has a bunch of singles. But listening to that album, the way that it's actually meant to be listened to, is is wild. Yeah, like it the, makes sense. The, the 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 amount of punch from one song to the next is just, mm -hmm. and like you said, there's a build. Like you yeah. know, people make albums, and we've lost this in transition. Back in in, in the the eighties and the nineties, people, and even before then, they were making albums like movies. They mm -hmm. would build up. It would explode. They would kind of calm down, and then they would have a finale. Like there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. That somewhere in transition, we have lost to just I want to make twelve singles. This just garbage, man. Like we won't. Are you gonna pull an album? Shout like, out. Really a, uh, you can pull a Chris Brown and and say it's and go on interviews and say I recorded two twenty five hundred songs, and you put a thousand of them on the album, and that's what we're saying, nigga. It's an overkill. Like you need to. If you're doing so much, you don't have to give it all at one time. Like, you got to learn how to, you know, let that mm -hmm. shit just marinate. Like, let it fall off a little bit. Like, and Look, that's imagine, issue. I got another thing on that before we get back to the topic at hand. Imagine if Chris was wise enough to say, I'm going to, because, you know, he does write, too. Although some mm -hmm. people write other songs. He writes, too. Imagine yeah. if he recorded 2,500 songs and said, I'm going to give this to Tank. I'm going to give this yeah. to this artist. I'm going to get... Imagine what his legacy would be then. When it would be back. better yeah. than him just sitting there and just him singing all of these songs that he's written because some of these songs would sound... Like you said, it would sound better coming from delivering it from Tank or from another artist over here. Sometimes you don't have to deliver all of these things yourself. Some of these other people can can do that for you. Like Drake wrote on Heated. That's the song yep. he wrote on for Beyonce. And I heard the reference track. 
He could have put that out for himself, but it ain't gonna do what Beyonce made it do. That's right, the difference. Right. Like sometimes you just because I wrote it for my, I wrote it does not mean me I can execute it perfectly. That yeah. doesn't make sense. That's and, why Jay Z writes some of Beyonce's bars because he can do that, and only she can execute it. His words properly he couldn't write that shit and then pass it to cardi or pass it to megan or any of these new rap female rappers nikki couldn't execute that shit when you know your artist your muse who you're dealing with you know how he knows his wife and that he knows her musically that if i write this for her she gonna spit it with a certain type of swagger and that delivery is gonna do something that no other female can do because i wrote it tailor-made for you like it fits you it's custom for you Chris got to learn how to, you know, turn some of them songs loose. Like, get you some bread and, like, let somebody All these else up and coming R&B artists, man. Sly Lucky Day, one of them hits, yeah. man. Like, Plus, on, it doesn't, bro. to me, like, that's how you make your bag deeper. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's like, how you make your legacy deeper, bro. Right. And, like, that's you, right. the thing we know, Chris can make good R&B songs, bro. So, won't you make some good R&B songs for somebody, somebody who's been in the game you. for a while to get them to, you know, Get the population reacclimated with him again, bro. Like you could literally be that nigga in the streets out here in the R and B lane because you've been there for damn near twenty some odd years almost. Cause oh well, this is a perfect transition. Ain't the next topic that one girl. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get into it. it the, uh, as, as we talking about specifics. All right, people. All right, so girl. I'm gonna hold on. Let's 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 give a. I'm gonna give y'all a little backstory just in case y'all don't know. Khalees. Khalees is the artist of, of such songs as Milkshake, Bop. Bossy, Bop. and there's a bunch more than that. Like she's actually she, she had a little she had a little run. It's 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 it's, it's uh Nas's former baby mama. You know she former. Little, you know, she can, can you be a, a former baby mama? Hold on, can you be a former baby mama? You can't be a former baby mama, bro. Former baby mama, bro. That's not a thing. Mama. I mean. She's still his baby mama. Like, well, he I mean, I don't think they on cool terms, so he probably act like she ain't his baby mama. You know what I'm saying? Like that fifty thousand a month he pay her say different though. Yeah, yeah. yeah big facts. So <laughs> I mean, for Ayala who don't know who Kalise is, Kalise had a little run. Also, Kalise had a massive run with with the reason why Kalise was so big was because of the Neptunes. Most of Kalise's biggest albums are Neptune albums. Now, with that being said. Khalees says Beyonce is what well, she said uh, is soulless, soulless <laughs> Chad Hugo and spineless Pharrell never wrote a song in his life. That's some wild shit to say. First off, can and we just she's mad over her not... song being used that it wasn't actually her? First of all, no. she's a damn lie because you know how many artists have said the Neptunes wrote hooks and have full songs ready for them when they got in the studio, like many of us. <clears throat> if I didn't know who to believe, as soon as she said Pharrell Williams never wrote a song in his life, now I just don't believe anything you have to say. Bro, uh, 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 your boy came out saying he wrote Rex in effect. He wrote Yeah, look, exactly. he wrote he wrote Teddy Riley's verse on yeah. Rump Shaker before he was even established. So what are yeah. we talking about, Khalid? And that was a hard-ass verse. We're not even going to hold you. <laughs> He's been writing for people since like 1993. It's 2022, and this woman decided to come out and say he never wrote a verse in his life. So now I just me don't all believe anything. Breaking ass hooks that they had, the nigga stole them. Like that's a lot. All right, you know, four or five songs I take, bro. But we in the what like 
hundreds at this point? Hundreds. Let me get into this, right? Because I, I really want to talk about this topic. First off, Khalees is cool. Yeah, you whatever. cool, shorty? This is she not a, she is. She's she, made she some not, great music. I ain't even going to lie. She's not the strongest vocalist, um, but she got her own unique style. She got her own unique sound. She got her own unique look. You know what I mean? I rock with it. It's cool. Um, as far as this, here's the thing. We're not going to talk about her whole catalog. Just her very first album. She got about 16 songs on the album, right? Mm-hmm. She is credited for co-writing one song out of 16 songs on the album. What the she's, fuck is you talking about? She's credited, <laughs> she's credited for co-composing two additional songs on the album. So out of 16 songs... What are you talking about, girl? Yeah, out of 16 songs, 13 of them she had nothing to do with. One of them she wrote on it with Pharrell and Chad Hugo, which together make up the Neptunes, right? Now, she doesn't own the masters to the album because the record label she signed to, Star Trek, was signed to Virgin Records, and Virgin Records owns the masters to all the songs. Yeah. She didn't write any of the songs. Nope. She didn't produce any of the songs. No. She didn't compose any of the songs. So, girl, what the fuck is you talking about? So, <laughs> so then Beyonce's Beyonce working on a project with millions of producers. Pharrell comes in. Pharrell comes in. He doesn't even sample the song. What he did was, and I'm going to break this down for the people that's watching this. He did what's called an interpolation. The interpolation is where we don't take the song and sample it and then use it in the record. We take whatever you did in the original record and we redo it. So like if I like the guitar in your song, I just get somebody else to replay the same guitar. If I like the... If I like the hook that you sang, I bring a singer in and they re-sing it. So they didn't use anything from the song that she didn't write, produce, or compose. They replayed everything. And she is arguing that she should be getting some sort of compensation for a song she didn't write, didn't produce, didn't compose, doesn't own the masters to, and that they didn't sample from. They replayed it. So what is she talking about? Now, her own, because I want to I get this off. You know, she said she was under the impression on her first album that they were going to bust it down 33% to Pharrell, 33% to Chad, 33% to her because she wrote on more songs than what they gave her credit for. Okay, look, that could be true. It but she sounds got like, it's, yeah, first of all, you should have sued them already. Secondly, they gave you a contract saying that you were being paid to be the performer of the song, not to be so a writer or producer. And you signed off on that too. But it sounds like you have issues with Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo and maybe Virgin Records. You don't have a problem with Beyonce who used the interpolation of your record that is not even noticeable in the actual song that you're listening to. Couldn't even hear it. Now she said she said that um Shorty she said Beyonce stole her style. Oh and my she's god! Been biting, and she's been biting off of her. And then today, <laughs> today, <laughs> then today a fan came out and said Rihanna needs to give her props because a lot of her style came from Rihanna. To which, right. to which she replies. That's a whole other conversation for another day. We're not going to touch that one today. We're going to stay on topic for right now. We're going to come back to that. So now she's saying Beyonce and Rihanna 
So wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So let me ask y'all a question. We've listened to Beyonce since y'all said since 97. We watched Beyonce evolve as an artist. But as far as singing and vocals go, we ain't seen no change. And what I mean like that, I don't mean like a change in songwriting. She's always sang the same way. Like she's always sang her ass off. Khalees ain't never sung her ass off. No shouts out to Khalees, but like she you can't. said, she can't. <laughs> right, she can't. I mean, that's so not even a joke. I'm just like she stole my can't. nigga. She, she can't. What? What are you the talking same, about? The same way Thug was just saying about Drake. This, I mean, she's literally that. Like she, can, if we're being real, Shorty can't sing, man. At she's all. a she's a pretty face. She got a nice yes. little shape to her. And yeah. they was like, she's 19 years old. We could make her a pop star. That's and they the tried, and it didn't That's work. the extent of her talent, and it flopped. She got a couple singles. That's about what she she had the career that she probably should have had for the talent level that she possessed. And she's mad um, at them because they not working with her no more because they had to move on. I mean, if you give it, you give it a shot for three albums, and that shit didn't work out. Hey, baby, I gotta move along. You know what I'm so, saying? Like, I gotta go somewhere else. Do you so, know how how crazy it sounds? Like you sound like an old man on the porch yelling at the kids. That's what you. That's what Khalid sounds like. <laughs> Them damn kids, they stole my. You Negroes is on my grass again. Now, ain't nobody on your motherfucking porch, bitch. And they, they might have used a little couple schemes that you had, but you acting like you Diana Ross at this motherfucker, or Donald Summers, or some shit. Somebody that had impact. Bitch, we're not talking about one project. We're talking about catalogs, my nigga. And you don't have that, girl. And everybody's talking about, well, she has the right to feel as she wants to feel. And here's my take on it, guys. If you felt like Beyonce should have called you, why the fuck are you making a video talking to us about somebody that you could have reached out to? If you got all these, we got friends in the same circles. Again, bitch, why are you talking to us? We're not in her circle. We are the consumer. There is nothing that we can do on behalf of you because you're in the industry. You should have stopped recording this before you even posted it and put your motherfucking phone down and reached out to the people that are close to y'all because y'all got some of the same people in y'all circles, right? And if you felt so compelled about everything that you're saying, take it to the motherfucking source. We are not your source. We don't know Beyonce. We ain't in the circle. We are the consumer. And right now, bitch, you look crazy. All you other motherfuckers <laughs> talking about, y'all gaslighting her and she can feel how she feels. I can feel how the fuck I feel too and I feel like this is a stupid statement for you to make. You are talking about, you. Ha your real issue, sweetheart, is with Pharrell Williams and Chad. You are talking to Beyonce as if she was like, she was like, this was the time. They, they did this on purpose. You give yourself a lot of credit, girl, because nobody's <laughs> sitting around the motherfucking studio talking about, hmm, how can I get at police or how can I ruffle her feathers? Nobody's thinking about you, bitch. This ain't milkshake, all right? Like, let the shit go. Get off your phone. I want celebrities, like I've been saying. Quit talking to me. Quit coming to me and talking about and how make you some feel. music, man. Either make <laughs> the content that you're saying that, that Rihanna is, and Beyonce bitch you for, and then show me, bitch. You make a Rihanna and Beyonce type album, and you tell me. And so if I can't tell the difference, then I'd be like, yeah, they did buy from you. That's right, bitch. So, you can't. Your issue is with Pharrell. Beyonce wasn't sitting in the studio talking about, oh, is that Kalisa's song? Yeah, let's do it. Let's stick it to Here's it. what's wild about that, though. Like, you hit a great point. Remember I said it was an interpolation, not a sample, right? Mm -hmm. 
them drums ain't so memorable. Them, they replayed the drums it. in the studio. Nobody heard the drums and was like, ooh, this is Khaleesi's drums. Like, this, there's no way that Beyonce or any singers in the session knew where these drums came from. And so, beyond, like I said, you are giving yourself way too much credit if you think other artists are sitting around thinking about your musty ass. You ain't Michael Jackson, bitch. You ain't Prince. Like, hey. we, we talking about motherfuckers that actually have made an imprint on music. Milkshake is not Thriller. Milkshake Juju. is not Purple Rain. Like, cut the fucking shit, girl. Cool guy Juju brings up what I was getting ready to say. We talked about this earlier. Like, so, okay, those are your drums. So, why not be like, yo, it's really, really dope that they use my drums in a song such and such. Y'all need to go check out this song. Why don't you use it as an opportunity to get yourself so money with your, some more money with and your dumb she, ass? Like, the use the opportunity. She, she tried to play that black woman card shit, and I wanted to pick that motherfucker up and throw it back in her face. You don't play that motherfucking shit. <laughs> because if you were so mad, then you wouldn't even, you, it, this is just like, this is a classic case of when a woman gets cheated on by her man and she want to go talk to the bitches. This makes no motherfucking sense. That's your man. These bitches don't owe you shit. So you coming at your face, I be oh, y'all need to back up. You sound stupid as fuck, girl. You need to go to the source. And if you create these mentioned- people, and I, I've been a, that's the thing about Dame Dash. <laughs> If Dame, yep. Dame always talked about he created Jay-Z, then nigga, where is your next Jay-Z? If you do Ain't it once, him. you can Howling do it at again. the moon. Howling yeah. at the moon, bro. Barking in the kennel. Can right. we mention like, this you too, can though? do it again. You know what? Quincy Jones would be like, I could create something else. He'd do it. Yeah. Michael was like, I could create another hit song. He'd do it. Even Drake is like, oh, I can create another, another single that's going to shoot straight to the top. He'll do it. Yeah. Since those are your styles and they two are the biggest artists of all time, then why Dude. is your ass not in this Hello. conversation? Like we don't even nobody talks about man. You know who's the greatest ever and underrated? Khalees. Nobody. No, <laughs> so hold on, look. So you know she mentioned she came back and was like, Well, my my main issue ain't with Beyonce. My main then issue is with Real Chat. Hold on, but she said, but she could have gave me a courtesy call and just told me that they were going to use it. First off, that's not the industry standard. That, <laughs> and you, and she right. knows that, that don't happen. Like she sampled Slick Rick. She did not get on the phone and call Slick Rick and, and say, Slick hey. Slick Rick didn't make no motherfucking video talking about Beyonce taking my shit, nigga. Her husband will be like me. Like, you know how stupid that sounds? No, Khalees, Khalees sampled Slick Rick. And I know Khalees did not get on the phone and call Slick Rick and say, hey, bro. We gonna use for your rap bars. And Slick Rick wasn't sitting around talking about damn, Kalisha's gonna buy me like it. Yeah, I'm about to make a, make a video against her ass. It's, like that ain't it, how this works. It's standard. Look, the you won't break my soul. I forgot what artist she sampled on that. It was the exact same situation though. So they used mm-hmm. the lady sample. She didn't write it. She yep. didn't produce it. She doesn't own it. Yep. And she heard it because her grandkids heard the songs like mm-hmm. Grandma, this is your song. And then she that. came out and said, "Shout out to the Queen Bee." For using it's my record, look. and you know, because now her streams are going through the roof, and she's getting broke if off that Khalees bread. Would have just been like, "Ah, oh, that's what's up," and you could have played it cool and been like, "All right, cool, well, that's straight." Y'all make sure y'all stream at because she, if they seeing what they said that they gave you a credit, all this shit, it don't matter, bitch. You never like, even you know. Look, 
she might have came out on stage at, at, on a, you know a little show and just popped oh, out or something. With, you never you know, know what, what it is. The, I had to think about been. it for a minute. You remember the song? You got to show me love. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Right there. Yep. 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 It took yep. me a minute to think. I was like, yep. I know it's in the Crystal Waters. Uh, yeah, like house. uh CSC Music Factory time, and that's the song that it is. But you're right. Yep. She didn't own it, and but she used that opportunity to be like, shit, y'all going to remember me now. You know what yeah. I mean? And her stream is going, worked. look, case in point, we're talking, just us talking about her now is proving the point that it's effective. And then and then let's add to it, Beyonce gave Khalees. Robin Ness, that's the name. Beyonce gave Khalees courtesy credits on the album. That she you didn't even have to. But she you want still... somebody to call you and suck your dick because they did something <laughs> with your low-ass track? Fuck you. If you look I at the full not. credit, she's listed as performance by Khalees blah, blah, blah for Milkshake. Like, she's got, she's credited and everything. What else do you want, Shorty? Want she didn't somebody, have to do you that. You want somebody, like I said, you want somebody to come out that way and suck your dick like you Donna Summers or you Diana Ross or some shit. And that ain't what it was, girl. That's not what it was at all. It would be different if you like I, like we said, if you heard, if you was listening to the whole project, Beyonce fans, you listen to the whole project, but you started talking about, you know who would sing his song better? Khalees would kill his song. Nobody was sitting there listening to that shit saying that. feelings and all that shit, but this is a mute fucking point, and you are shooting you are shooting at the wrong people. Your beef and your real personal issue is with Pharrell Williams and Chad. Then you take that up with them niggas and like like, like uh, Nisha said, you know, promote your meals, uh, your farming, whatever the fuck you got going on, but when you do shit like this and you let somebody hype you up like he said earlier, you let them fan or Nisha might have said it, you let them fan pages hype you up to get to basically be humble because you look stupid. When you could have just been the adult that you are that you was claiming in this video and she was like, I don't look at her like the queen and she's that to y'all. Bitch, you are making the video talking to us. So which one is it? Like, if that's really how you feel, then you didn't need to make this video, my nigga. It was pointless. Yeah. And I'm going to be real stupid. honest with you. The thing that really makes her look stupid is that she said they ain't never wrote none of them songs. Do you know how many artists was like, they be like, so what happened to when uh what happened to Beautiful? I remember Snoop was like, I stepped in the motherfucking uh studio. He was like the hook was already wrote. He was like, they had already had the song pieced together. You know how many times I've heard that through the Neptunes? They were yes. like, when it was a hit, we knew it was a hit because the shit was already put together. Uh -huh. We just need you to fill it in. I wrote that's my it. verses and that was it. That's all you need to do. And that's the truth. That, like you said, that's how you get to a hit. Girl, that, it, it was pointless for her to do this because when we listened to the project, you didn't even hear it the way, because the way that she was talking, I just knew I was going to hear mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, all that shit. I didn't hear none yeah. of that. I didn't hear not a trace of Milkshake. And I can't even tell you what track was what that's supposed to have the Khalees influence. That's what I was going to say. Listen, for all the people that's trying to come to her defense, these are Honestly, it's just showing me that they don't really know how the industry works, and they don't understand that she doesn't own any of this stuff. And, and I don't it, owe you a motherfucking thing, It sounds girl. like she contributed the least amount to Milkshake of every single party that was involved in the actual record. And right, I'm going to tell I'm you like this. It. As a songwriter who writes for other artists, <coughs> if I write a song tonight and Virgil sings the song, he's the performer on it, if I want to use that song again and have someone sing it next year, I can. I wrote it. It's my I wrote words. It. My, yeah. And I produced it too. Plus, I made the beat too. 
What but, are we talking nigga, about? For reals, that those are for milkshake is definitely one hundred percent for real drums, bro. Like we have one thousand. We have listened to them a million times. So what's those funny, are Neptune's drums. That ain't shit. What's that you funny tell is me. if you if you the, think about milkshake, she's not even singing on milkshake. No, she's just talking. She's, she's just literally on milkshake. Brings all the money. And to be honest. The same it just sounds like some shit that Pharrell rap. Rihanna made Lemonade. When they made Lemonade, it's the same fucking song. Same record. Except Rihanna did it better. Same record, yeah. And that's my thing. It's all about executing, guys. Like, that's what it boils down to. At the end of the game, at the end of the day, you have to be able to execute these things properly. And this is that, that circles back to Drake. If Drake tried to throw out a house album that was half-ass bullshit, and he thought he could execute it the way that someone that has been working on a project like this for three years, you don't come in here after like three months after your project just wrapped up and you put out some bullshit and you like, that's all right, we in the future. No Beyonce's in the future. Your ass I'm trying to tell y'all that snake is to me. Some somebody yeah. disagree with me, it but is it is. Though. Listen, if I've been working on an album for three years and I know your pen game's fire, and I'm like, yo, come in and, and write on a record with me. You come in and you bless my project. You give and me you some heat, the project, and then, then you, you know, make one. yeah, you know, I'm still working on the project. And while I'm getting it together and making that cohesive body of work. You be like, you know what? That shit I did for Amore was fire. Let me give y'all a whole album of it before he gives it to y'all. Like, come on, bitch. bro. Like, what are you doing? Or, or, hear me out. She knew it was going to happen, and she knew the nigga can't make a project. Can't make a whole project together, so she wasn't worried about it. She ain't worried I mean, about she might not be worried way. about it, but that she don't take away from be. it being snaky. It That's some snaky shit, man. It don't at all. Drake is ultimately, when it comes to your favorite rapper is a snake. Like, Drake is a snake. Ain't no way around it. He he's some in some situation he's smarter, and in some situation he's stupid. In this situation, this was a dumb execution. It was stupid as fuck. It was because if he would have sat down and just really made that album, he could have made a great album. Like it's not hurting her at all, but it nope. it does slightly take away from the moment. Like, imagine if we never heard none of this Drake shit. And then and Beyonce this, came out with this, it and would this just dropped on us. It would have shifted. Be compared. Yeah. yeah. It would imagine how we're talking about that off the wall shift going into Thriller, it might have really been like, God damn, she just changed the whole everything, but he you tried to do it right, yeah, right. with a mediocre project. Prince bring the dance back to our, bringing the dance back to R&B like Thug was saying Prince, earlier. Bring Prince the dance didn't back. do that shit when Michael, when him and Michael was hot in the 80s. Prince wasn't sitting there talking about, well, damn, nigga, if Mike gonna make a project like this, then I guess I gotta come with no. Like, Prince, the thing with Prince is that he was like, nigga, I'm just gonna keep, I'm gonna be so consistent with the shit. I'm about to pop out like an album every two, three weeks, nigga, and it's gonna be a different sound, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do stuff the way that I wanna do things instead of me trying to keep up with this man over here and act like his shadow, because in essence, that's what Drake was doing to Beyonce. It was like, like you said, I asked you to come in here, write on this, and then you, I, I let you hear some of the shit that I'm cooking up, and you like, well, I could do that too. Well, who the fuck told you that you could do that? Just because I invited you to write on a track. I didn't tell you to come write on the album. Like, the dream is all up and through that motherfucker. And mm -hmm. it shows, yep, and it's it good for Beyonce, yes. because that somebody made a good point. They said that they feel like dream is Beyonce's Quincy Jones. And I can see that. From, cause the way and it ain't just Beyonce's Jones was Quincy Michael Jones. Jackson. Yeah, but because Beyonce got a couple of them. But when we talking about producers that work well with singers, 
for me personally, Beyonce is she's very good. Her and Dream are very, very good yeah. together. They get very good tracks. Just like when Brandy was with um Dark Child. Ronnie 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 Ronnie. Yeah, when he's with, when she's with Dark Child, oh and I mean miss. I guess like, you could say the same thing. That's Usher and J D because they made confessions. Like shit. It, yes. it, it, yes. it proves when you find that. And this when is you why find I your chemistry, like when you find your match musically and you can get that artist to convey and put out the songs that you write and produce the way that you want to, and it trans and it just it flows. It, it's beyond time and scheme and stuff. You couldn't do that shit. Dream couldn't write the songs that he has for Beyonce for Summer Walker. It's not right. gonna work the same. Yeah. The, it only works if this artist is like that. It's the same thing with Brandy and Dark Child or Brandy with Timberland. Or fuck Justin Timberlake and Timberland and Pharrell, yeah. and Pharrell, nigga, that ain't a miss. Yeah. Like you're not missing when you got these key points together, and that's why it's important to know who you know is very like who's better for you musically. Like you can't just let everybody write for you because that's some of the other artists struggle is that they have too many different people. It's because they chase the hits. Them. So yeah, anybody that can write a hit, people. they they got them in there trying to write yeah. a hit. But you're not giving a cohesive. full project. You're yeah. not giving a full cohesive project that See, you can play from top to bottom. And this is why I fuck with y'all, because this is gonna this goes right into our next segment. Because here at Dope Though, the Friday crew always seems to be one step ahead. Always, baby. So I'm a actually after I tell y'all the thing, I just want to take I'm gonna say one small word about this topic. Scissor. Y'all remember SZA, right? Y'all remember SZA. Five <laughs> years ago, y'all remember SZA. Fire. I love control. Fire, you know. I love control. Fire. Says Beyonce has freed her to make new music. Is her album ever dropping? Hell fucking oh, no. If God. you are signed to TDE, nigga, you, you ain't, ain't getting out. shit released. Ask any of them niggas. Ask Schoolboy Q, nigga, you can go ahead and ask uh, 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 Ab Soul. You can ask Reason. I was surprised we actually got an Isaiah Rashad album. But ain't your album ain't fucking coming out, nigga. Ain't none of them Top niggas dropped an dropping album it. within the past four to five fucking years. Schoolboy Q, the last person, with yep. the exception of, of uh, Isaiah Rashad and Reason. Reason's three years out. Schoolboy Q, three years out. No. Hell no. no. Cut it out, sis. If you Listen. I am tired of you new motherfuckers. Like, Cardi getting on my nerves at this point. Scissors getting on my nerves at this point. But it if ain't no fault, though. It, it ain't. It really ain't bitches, fault. It ain't. If you bitches, y'all really got y'all projects done, quit all of this scary shit talking about, I don't know how it's going. Fuck it. Beyonce puts that shit out. She ain't sending her fucking about. Are they going to dance to it? Fuck it, nigga. You going you gonna to dance to it. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do to it because it's good music. When you put out good content, you gotta just trust your music. Like Angie Martinez told Cardi that, like on their last interview last month. It's true. Just put it out. Like all of this back and forth, trying to do it, make it perfect, make tweak. Hey, fam. Like you really wasting time. Put the shit out. Like make. You know shit what it really is with Cardi though. What it really is with Cardi is her first project was so much bigger than they anticipated. Mm -hmm. And she's such a huge star. They're worried. It went diamonds. They, you ain't gotta go diamonds. They're, they're worried if they release right. this. Pro so look, as long as she don't have an album out, 
she stays right here. But they're worried that if they release it and it don't live up to the previous album, then, then it don't live up to the previous. But that ain't. But that ain't even Sizzle's point. At this point, Sizzle's no. like the album has been done. They I turned my project out. in, and she yeah. said it multiple times. She's like, I turned this project in like two fucking years ago. Oh, she did. And you can't she say, did. well, I'm waiting on the time for it to be hot. She's been doing features like crazy, and, and all her songs are blowing up. Punch yeah. said her sing Punch said she ain't had that big that big single yet. He said they didn't try through like three singles and none of them made it. Punch said they ain't been big enough. And now SZA's but look, SZA's saying she start she wants to start over now after hearing the Beyonce. And that's what fucking happens when you let your shit sit too long. Of course you want to go back and get tired of it. It ain't her fault. You know that's the thing. That's and that's one of the reasons that I feel like Kendrick is not on TDE because he didn't right, have control of his album releases. Like, yeah, it's time. It was time for him though. He's a big boy. It's like, time you can't. Go, you yeah, can't. Like, if your project is finished and it sounds a specific way, like it can't sit on the it can't sit on the shelf for two or three years, especially no. if it ain't timeless, nigga. If I'm yeah. making drill music and I made a project of drill music that's fired now, and you like, nigga, it ain't the time. And we drop it two years later, and ain't nobody when drills who don't look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and then also as an artist, you know, like when you make music, because it happens to me sometimes. You make music, and it'll be phenomenal. You might let like some trusted ears hear it or whatnot, yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh, this is crazy. This is a phenomenal record." Due to whatever reason, you don't release it right away. After so many months, you'll forget how tough it is because you done heard it so many so times. You're like, "Oh, I need to make something else." Oh, I need to make no. You don't. That was it yeah. right there. You just gotta put it out. You just been sitting just on it so long. It, like, it lost been, that luster. Then, right. What I right. Noticed, what I what I notice and what I hate now is is although uh, like all these artists that that I love, they give me one project or one album and then they just keep giving me singles like singles, singles, singles. They scared to release though. They scared to Especially that second one, thug. You know that second one's a make or breaker. Like, hey, fam, and if you break, then guess what? That just means you gotta go back to the drum. But look, board. imagine if Cardi came out and her album only went gold. Like, mm -hmm. imagine, I mean, I don't think that was gonna happen in the worst case scenario, but imagine if it did, she'd be fried. And that's but in a minute, what's going to happen is what I, what I don't want to happen is many singles that she's put out, all she can do, all she'll do is just throw all them singles on the album, call it an album. And then she did out, right? Yeah, the here's the thing yeah, with that, like, though. I That's what's gonna happen because like here's the thing with that in the streaming era, all yeah. those all those streams that built up over the last two years they they're got gonna count towards yeah. the album. Yep. Yep. So I even if know. it don't really sell, you won't know it because they're gonna have two years worth of single sales yep. added into right. it. That's crap. I bet I get a party album and it got up on there. Watch, it's gonna have up I'm... as like the bonus joint, and then the right. new one that's out now is gonna be on there. I'm over it. I want. I wish. I want creativity back. And like I said earlier in the show, it. We just need it. We need creativity. Creativity is needed. Y'all artists are lazy. Y'all one dimensional and y'all complacent. Y'all keep giving the same shit reheated. And the fact that you have seasoned artists like Beyonce that's been doing this shit for, for decades at this point, and she could take time off. Like, she, this is her first solo album in six years, and she took that much time off. She's had shit in between here and there to fill in that space. But other than that, we haven't heard anything. And which you take your time, you get a cohesive project like that, yep. that's fine. But you got to get, like, I don't think 
certain uh, creators own that creative right. Like you gotta, there's certain things you have to do in order to get that. You can't be a one album in and then be like, well, I'm gonna take six, you know, six, seven years and then drop my next one. Like, absolutely not. You will not do that. You need to drop it in the next two to three. Party's wild and her album should have been out two years ago. You know, we had this conversation and uh, it's funny. And uh, I was watching an interview and they were talking to 21 Savage. Y'all remember y'all remember that particular oh. freshman class, right? It was what, twenty seventeen or something like that? Something like that. What some of the worst like freestyling that we've ever heard. And the, hey. they were all mother rappers at the time. Except Anderson. Right, yeah. right. And uh little Dicky. Look at that class. He was like, We that class is actually one of the most successful classes ever because they fucking evolved as artists. That's the point. Ain't none of that them niggas the uh, uh ain't none of them. Uzi ain't Yachty. I don't even like Yachty, but they ain't mumble rappers and like they continue to rebuild themselves, especially 21 Savage. 21 oh, Savage yeah. and, uh, and uh, Kodak Black playing in completely different leagues than most niggas is out here. In leagues that they don't belong in or that we think they don't belong in to be better rappers. Like, so it's possible. It's possible that y'all niggas ain't got to be lazy because he's right. I looked yeah. at the numbers. They are by far the most successful double XL class ever that we laughed at. And them niggas, I remember laughing at Denzel Curry. Have you listened to Denzel Curry Project? That nigga is actually super nice. Yeah, no. like, look, they was, was laughing. They was laughing so. at Anderson Pack because they didn't like that freestyle that he did. Yeah. When you talking about evolving as an artist, yeah. You look at where Anderson Pack is now. Crazy. Right. Right. Sheesh. And to that's what I'm saying. So it can like, be done. Know. It can be yeah. done. You ain't gotta be trash. And like you like ain't I gotta said, be you lazy. You right. Don't be just lazy. Like that's all. But they also being manipulated by the labels too. Like they're giving these labels too much control and they like, well, you gotta do a TikTok, you gotta do a dance, you, you gotta to make that. a song but for that's Instagram. Crazy. We you talking gotta... about SZA. SZA was owning like TikTok with with the no love summer. Like, what do you what more do you want, bro? Like that no love with summer video. and the song she got with yeah. the cat. They mentioned right, that in the comments. Yeah, she, what are you waiting for? It, it's that's on punch, bro. It's not SZA, bro. It's on punch. He's waiting for some mega super smash. Just put the album out. Bro. Just put the motherfucking album out. The fan, the consumer's gonna tell you what's what's the smash, what's the hit. What, they what it is do, is she was, don't have a love galore. Like that song was stupid. That's what I'm saying. Big and all of the that. stars. She's, but has she, has Punch ever thought that maybe she don't need a love galore? Maybe the body of work one. is so fire. Yeah, because she's dope. Yeah. She's really dope. She yeah. makes really good R&B. Sometimes it's toxic control, and shit, but it's good Control is my album. Control is an amazing... Yeah, Control is fire. That it was is. a it cohesive, is. amazing... Like, I, there's no skips. And, like, the way, what they did with that opening project... I understand what you're saying. Like, y'all scared, but damn, and niggas, like, trust yourself. Like, really trust your talent, trust your skills, because if you did it, then I promise you, if you can get with the right writers, not the same ones, but get with the correct writers and producers that can get you that sound that you actually looking for, you can go through the roof, man. Let's take Don't it back be a to the early Hill. 2000s. Don't be a Lauren Hill. That's the bottom Look, line. Let's take it back to the early 2000s <laughs> when the label was scared to drop your shit. And then you just leaked it anyway. Yep. They ain't have no choice but to drop your shit in, yep. in a couple of weeks. Force their hands. Fuck if SZA leaked this joint to the streets and everybody's like, yo, this shit fired, they're going to drop it the next Friday. Yep. I promise. Yep. That's a bet. That's a bet. 100%. Out. And that's crazy that it has to go to that because it's like, why are you signing these artists if you don't, can trust, you don't trust their creative nature? Like, 
there's no reason if I don't trust that like why would I want to sign an artist and be like all right just give me an album no I'm gonna sign you to at least a five deal album like I need five albums because I trust that you are so creative and you can make this shit pop I need five of them from you simple as that and then actually give them a timeline in which they have to follow it what I what I respect about what Beyonce did is she just she took it back she just went back to to the old way of doing things. It's like, let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me just put my shit out old school. I'm going to work. But back, you know I mean? back to what I'm going to take the other person uh, before we move on. The other person who could learn from that is Usher. Bro, you've been working yes. on this man, confession album. Man, for like, man. He's been working on this confession album for like four years. And look, remember when they did the verses with T-Pain and Lil John, and they was playing some of the Usher joints and the response was crazy. Like, oh my God, when's he going to drop these records? And, and they was like, Usher, Usher don't feel like he got the right records. Usher don't, he ain't ready. Bro, just drop the just music drop and let the shit. fans decide if they love it or not. They gonna tell you whether it's whether it's crap or not. And that's what you need, because we're the consumer. Like, we're the people that, you know, push, like, lets you know what what's what. Like, what's the world listening to? What we accepted. And, and so that's why, like, with, like I said, with this prop back to the Beyonce project, you can't, like, if you're not ready to be musically open to hearing some other type of sounds and you were looking for R&B, Dangerously in Love, Beyonce, then this ain't it. This ain't what you yeah. don't come in. But don't you, come in here with that expectation because she's a singer. Because that's what happens, that Beyonce's got, you know, she had so many dope singles, dope moments that y'all, the consumer, they want that same thing over and over and over again. But and what she does instead, she controls her narrative. She's like, I'm going to tell you what you, what you want. I'm going to give you what you desire. Yeah, what you need, yeah, what you similar. didn't know that you yeah. need. That's right. That's an artist. Yeah. Like, yeah. The number one thing, and this goes for anybody, and it's wild. That's a black music thing. Yes. And when it comes to 100%. rock bands and shit, they didn't expect the same projects. They expected something different every single time because they mm -hmm. wanted, you know, they wanted Led Zeppelin's one not to sound like two, but they wanted two yeah. to be just as groundbreaking as one, as one. but something yeah. completely different. Black yeah. people, we have to stop expecting the same thing. Like, Listen, because you know why we expect the same Jay, thing, bro. Nigga, listen to Jay's old albums. Like, love, we yeah. want evolution. We want this mm -hmm. this revolution. I oh, love this pro black music that we are getting evolve. from Beyonce. Right. Like, the reason it's like that, though, bro, is because we don't control our own music. So, the people that, that control that our own music, they find one niche that works and they drill it in your heads. Even yeah. though we, as smart music listeners, are smart enough to say, I want to hear something different from that artist now. I, I want to hear something it. different. The labels don't trust the artist to deliver these things and be different in that manner. So they give you a template. And if you yep. don't do the template, they don't open up the budget for you. Yep. So it's awesome. like either I do this cookie cutter bullshit and get a budget or I don't come out. And That's you talking right. about that. Here's another thing, because there's a lot of artists that listen to our show. Y'all niggas need to stop letting them control y'all shit, and they giving y'all like a twenty five thousand dollar advance, my nigga. Like, that ain't enough, nigga. Thanks. Like they ain't even they Shout not out even to police. real money in these niggas anymore. They're like, police, Here, nigga, man. here's ten thousand dollars, <laughs> but you can't make this kind of album, nigga. If you don't get the fuck out of my face, hollering about, I'm gonna give you ten grand. And you gonna make a Drake like hey. album? My big ass look like making a Drake type album, bro. Nigga, I'll whoop your ass for bringing that to me with that bullshit. Y'all niggas need to take y'all creative careers back, man. Quit being what quit is being Thug laughing at? Out here, man. It's just wild. I'm laughing at Virgil, but did y'all hear about that story with Fabio this week where he said that uh, he, he signed for five racks with Mace? He signed for five racks with Mace. Five racks. 
Yeah, five meals down for five racks. Nigga, they giving that bonus for working at McDonald's for like ninety days, nigga. What are you doing? Here's the thing, though. Fabio definitely took a, a very, very, very bad deal. It's, it's two parts to that. First off, Mace should shut the fuck up about Diddy and how bad his business is <laughs> when you're giving out best. slave you giving out slave deals, bro. He but secondly, best, people man. saying like, well, Fabio, Fabio capitalized on it. He did, but it's not going to be duplicated. He still signed to it, though. May sign like three other artists to the same $5,000 deal, and none of them are popping. Fabio no, just it. so happened to, to look up. up. Yep. And get and get popping. Otherwise, he would be bro. He's a millionaire now. Yeah, so he Kanye came up took off a five thousand dollars deal. Really big interest in Fabio, bro, and that that kind of helped you know push him out. And to be honest, there was nobody. He was the dude behind pop, bro. Like he was the, the what next it was. Voice. Fabio was self sufficient. Like even before Mace's deal, like he had his own team. He got a videographer. He got producers. So when Mace gave him a cosign, he just used Mace cosign. But he was spending his own money anyway. That's why none of the other artists that Mace gave five thousand dollars to was able to do anything because that five thousand is literally all they got. They didn't have hey, any bro, money for five thousand dollars, my nigga. You can't even buy a full living room set, my nigga. Like I'm not so sure that I would even sell him a song. For <laughs> right. Like, Come on, Mace, bro. Come on, Mace. Wow, like he he's still he's he still shitting on Diddy this year in 2022, talking about Diddy's. Bad, bad because he ran price. out of $5,000 like he needs to <laughs> do some more niggas. Like, give me some more. Uh, hold on. Wait, wait, Thug. So you telling me all them songs that him, Diddy, and, 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 and Biggie did together? Look, if Mace, look, if Mace don't own if Mace don't own the Masters. More money, more problem. Do you not know who Sean Puffy Combs is? Nigga, <laughs> quit playing with him. Look, None I know. I know Jay-Z famously told Mace to check your own videos. You'll always be number two. Golly, and that's hurtful, nigga. Like for real, that's real hurtful. And in some of them cases, he wasn't even number two. That nigga was number was three. three. And you was playing, <laughs> you was playing second fiddle to a dead nigga, bro. Like to a dead nigga that didn't even like you. Did y'all notice that? May there was they think that there was maybe an issue between Biggie and Mace, and they really didn't like each other because you never see them. Although they have a couple songs together, you never see them in videos actually together. together you, yeah, you never. But see them I think together. that was because. Once Mace really blew, I want to say that was after Biggie was already dead. So nah, he got like, a song with Biggie. Nah, though. they got joints together. They and have stuff, songs bro. together, like they on the uh, what's it? More money, more problems. He's not. You're right. And more, when dead, more money, more problems came out. Biggie was actually shot. he was already dead. That's why. That's no, why he they got shot. Up. He wasn't dead. And look, even one twelve's only you. They both yeah, got verses. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Yeah, he so they not together, and bro. That was way and that was what Mace's first really, really big verse, I believe. Right. Yep. I don't know, man. But they say well, was really competitive. They say he was really competitive with Jada Kiss, Styles, and Mason them anyway. Like on the very first song that the Locks did with Bad Boy, Biggie's verse that he wrote was a diss to the Locks. Like he dissed <laughs> on the song, bro. Like this is the type of dude that Big was, man. So, but I mean, that was from Yonkers. The locks was from Yonkers, and that nigga was from Bandside. So I mean, it, it's New York. It's typical New York shit, bro. Like, he but was, damn, he said, I don't remember the exact line, but it was like funny how players come in the game, artists come in the game on some player shit, you know. But you see them and they cruddy and this and that and the third. Like he was dissing them because they was talking that talk on the song. But them dudes were just in there in sweatsuits. They ain't had no money. He knew they, they wasn't were, up. They like were that. hungry. They were hungry. So he shit on them to their face, like, and just left out the booth, like. You know, what up? Little nigga, you know? what's you gonna do about it? Pump ass nigga. 
Hey, bro, that's grimy as shit, but that was rap it back in the grimy. day. I mean, that was the way, because it's going to make you that's become a better up. rapper, bro. Like, it was I don't want to keep talking this shit about Big, because I fuck with Big. But, I mean, Big was just, th- he was like that. Like, yeah. the whole thing about, did y'all see the interview with Gutter? Um, who was his homie back in the day? Yeah, no, Biggie got the famous. You don't mean, you know don't you know nigga, my nigga gutter like to kidnap kids? Fuck him in their ass and throw them over the bridge. bridge. Balls, That's how it is. That shit is laid out. <laughs> Fuck that beef shit. Shit is played out. So gutter was in the studio like, yo, fam, I don't. Well, hey, gutter said, he said him and Biggie fell out over that line for like three years. He said the line's not true. And he just got out of prison, so people yeah. was looking at him like, "Damn, did yeah. he go go to prison for fucking kids? Like, kids is he a pedophile?" Like, throwing him over the bridge. <laughs> 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 Hold on, y'all laughing, but imagine if your homie put a line like that in a yeah, song you about you. Right, we beat you for the next. For and said you was a pedophile. <laughs> Don't you know my nigga Virgil was a pedophile? Like, come like, on, bro. Oh, hold on, like, right? That would be like, hold on, hold on. Methodical. And he said Biggie refused to take it out the song. Like he told him to take it out. He told him to take it out the song, and Biggie refused to take it out the song because he thought it sounded good, bro. It did sound good. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't. It's just now that we listen to it, we like that shit hella questionable, bro. Hella questionable. Because it's the way he, it's just, like I said, it's all about sequences. That's what it's about. So well, the that way in the, the song is so, together, it it's a mafia-sounding song. So that, that's that a mafia-sounding shit. He could have used any name. He could have made up a name. Why yeah, would he, he have used a name like that. He didn't that. have yeah, to say right. Gutter, because that was fucked up. And Gutter just got out of prison. Everybody's like, is that what he was in prison for? For raping kids? <laughs> Fucking him in the ass and throwing him over the bridge. Hey, nah, Come on, wild. yo. Biggie. Oh. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know what I saw. I've seen the shit. I've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw his little nasty for three years over that, dog. Like, you damn right. I'd probably, probably be mad to the day I die. Like, nigga, fuck this nigga, shit, bro. Like, I mean, he was but y'all be talking about that, but these niggas do it all the time now. You know, all shout time. out. Shout out to, to, to Bobby Schmurder, but that nigga told on his whole whole clique, bro. And and just, that's a difference. It's a difference in dry snitching. And making one of your closest friends a pedophile <laughs> on, on wax, bro. It's like the worst thing he could have did to do. Like, like nah, what? Hey, no, that is not my. That's not my. Do goal. you mind if I say that about you? Cool, I'm about to go in the booth and do it. Like, he said he didn't even know. They was just in the studio and they heard the line and everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> Again, could you imagine Biggie trying to set up to ask you that? Like, yo, more. I'm about to. I'm about to say some. No, shit with your name in it. No, that threw hands with him while the verse was still going. He, he should have just ran right. it. No, nah, he wasn't gonna throw hands because he knew that nigga. It would have been extra dangerous if he would have threw hands. That wasn't a nigga to throw hands with. Oh yeah, he probably got shot or something like that. That wasn't a nigga to throw hands with. So <laughs> yeah, he he chose rightly. If that nigga's still alive, he chose rightly to not do nothing stupid because th- that and he chose been wisely dead. to not not fuck with Biggie for like three years. I'll be tight too. Right? Like, yeah, my nigga. Like, nah, that's that's too far. You're being dis- very disrespectful. Diddy would have hit him with the take that, take that, take that, nigga. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was saying about Mace. I'm like, yo, like, hey, he learned from the best because Puff has robbed niggas from the get go. Every fucking rapper, every singer, every group, everybody gets gat around this nigga. Everyone but you know what's crazy, Thug, and I guess because we said from the outside in, anytime, anytime it's a fucking producer running the label, it's the same story. Yes, it's, it's always, always the, the same, same story. story. 
And that's why I don't understand why artists get signed to other artists' labels. That makes no sense. Like, why would I sign to, to a big hip-hop artist? No, and I'm a hip-hop artist myself. They're not going to give me the same time, budget, respect, because at any given time, I could come for your spot. And I could make your shit. You'll be like, damn, I signed this motherfucker, but I didn't know that they was going to out-rap me. Or I didn't know they was right, going right. to do X, Y, and Z. And so now you over like, now you got to play the jealous bitch type shit. And you like, <laughs> you dirty motherfucker. Like, you, you're doing this better than me. Like, I absolutely not. And so you get... Like for Kanye, like for good good music would be a perfect example of that. Like when you sign to other artists, it's like you don't you know that there's always a chance that they're going to, you know, shit on you because they're the artists themselves. They're not producers like you know how Cl okay, Clive Davis is not a singer. He's not he's not any of these things, right, but right. he knows talent. And he knew Whitney Houston was very talented and other artists. So it's, he never was like heard Whitney Houston singing and be like you know what, bitch? I'm about to go to the studio because I know <laughs> that if you can sing I'm like that, your motherfucking right, I'm about to send your ass. But when you sign to other artists, yes, I always feel like there is a chance that they are not going to give you like your just do the way that you think they should because they're artists themselves. And it's funny that you say that. I feel that really when they know that there are spe specific artists that are better than them. We talk yeah. about good music. Yep. Kanye was the biggest artist well, yep, that nigga but knew better than everybody. Him. Everybody on their label was a better rapper than him, especially Pusha T. Especially. especially. Like, it ain't especially. even that. So why is Pusha T not as big as Kanye? Kanye? Exactly because what you Kanye. said. And there's a few times in the game it's different. Yeah. When Jay was running Rockefeller, because we was talking about Beans. Beans, mm -hmm. at one point in time, was actually probably just as big as Jay when he was running state property. They had their whole, everybody on state property was popping. It, he could they had their mixtapes, their sounds, their shit, their group projects. Right. They had everything going. Everything yeah. was popping. And they had their own clothing line and everything. Like Every that nigga, time. Jay literally put that nigga in the indie prospects to be the next Jay-Z. And he yep. kept fumbling up the bag. <clears throat> and even Jay said, said that. He said it to him. Because you, you'll remember in like later years, he, he said that. He was like, you know, Dane made millions, Jazz made millions, you know, Beans would have told you if he wasn't in his feelings. Right. And he even said it. That was just like one bar. That was another bar. Where he was like, Beans, I ain't trying to change you, nigga. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to show you the game. I'm trying to give you the ropes. And it was like, like you said, that was, you always have that, that chance of you being bigger than the person that put you on. And I'm sure Jay-Z didn't mind that. And he didn't try to he shit still on his right? property. Right, because I'm still getting money off of that. And like we said about Dame Dash, when you say that about Jay-Z and you don't have no follow-up to show us otherwise, and then Jay-Z steps out and becomes, at one point, president of Def Jam, signs Rihanna, signs all of these big names so that are what, still around Rihanna, today. Neo, uh, They're still around today Ross, and relevant. He signed yeah. Jeezy. He yeah. signed, uh, I mean, like, Yay. And they all relevant, and they still doing their thing. And then you look at Dame Dash that said that, you know, I made Jay-Z who he is. And when Jay-Z said, make make another one, you thought she was going to do that with Cameron. You thought she was going to do that with Dipset. You thought she was going to do that with Jim Jones. You can't do that. Like, it was impossible. Those people don't even measure up to the kind of artistry that you started out with Jigga. So you can't, you know what I'm saying? And like, you, you sound stupid saying that. And it's weird. Like, you say this, and from a, I guess from a perspective that I'm looking at the bag, like, yeah. Dr. Dre has made his entire fucking career off. He knows that they better than him, but yep. he still, you know, he, he brings produces. the best out of 
like, I mean, he knew Eminem was going to be bigger than he was. Yep. He ate off Eminem. He knew Snoop was yep. going to be bigger than he was. He ate off of Snoop. He knew. I mean, he always knew. And it yeah, doesn't make any sense that. that you don't. You want your people to be like, oh, shit, yeah. he sounds such and such and such and such better than he is. Dog. Like, this yeah. is crazy. Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It doesn't make any no, sense I don't to either. me. It pisses me off in, in, in our actuality. And I don't understand the artist that why why even do that? Like, you could alleviate so much headache and pain by, like, not getting yourself caught up with other, other artists. Like, you could have went the independent way. Or you could have found a label that would actually suit your needs because that's the thing. Although we frown upon the label and we think that, you know, independent is, it is the better route money-wise. And, you know, you get to control your narrative and things like that. It is true. But sometimes that label can give you what you what you actually need, which would be like the distribute. Right, or right. The, to be able to get you into those different markets where your independent label ain't, it don't translate the same way so i mean there's there's always a rhyme or reason as to you know how to execute this shit but my my advice to artists is to evolve and don't be afraid to be creative and try different shit don't worry about what everybody doing right now like if you that if you believe in what you do wholeheartedly you can cause a whole shift and that's why we got beyonce's renaissance and this is why we get the 40 year old woman mother of three wife like and she's giving you like she's not she's not acting like super young she's still within her age bracket and having fun with it and then letting her fan base because we're all pretty much around the same age we get to go with her as opposed to trying to like fight us on it like, and that, come on that's, with me. that's what's really dope is that that, yeah. that people are having fun that's what I mm -hmm. noticed about these projects like Kendrick's product pro project is really deep and really introspective but it sounds like he's having fun Pusha T's project sound like Pusha T was trying something different, but he was and having it fun. Uh, yeah. The biggest person that I say that I feel like the biggest change, I remember Tyler, the creator, said that he hated yeah. rapping, was not having yep. fun. Yep. Tyler, the creator, has started making music that Tyler wanted to make, and Tyler's having a blast and creating yeah. some fucking phenomenal music. Good music. And phenomenal projects. So, like, yeah. <clears throat> it proves that, you know, People always prove that there, there's a stipulation when it comes to age and shit. Like, it ain't yep. about stipulation. It's about that they're evolving and they're still having fun doing what they want to do. And we still, yeah. this shit's still good. It's good. <coughs> she, it's good. That's the thing with Renaissance is that it's good. That, that, that makes the difference up, up against, honestly, never mind. Because the title of the album says it. Honestly, never mind, my nigga, because what was the point in you even doing that shit when we we're embarking on a on a renaissance? Like it's it's happening. And you can't do that. Like as much as Drake <coughs> wants to, you know, do this shit, only it's only a couple of artists that can cause a shift. And we know this because in Beyonce, Giselle, he ain't one of Carter, them. Yeah, he ain't one of them. Beyonce is one of them because in twenty thirteen she did it. Like she didn't make no announcements. I will never forget. And she, she dropped was, that album. She was in Louisville, Kentucky, the night of that album coming out. The best concert I've seen. I ended up on the, we was in the seats. My homeboy texted me and was like, yo, y'all want to come to the floor? I got passes. Hell yeah. Herbert ran up out the seats and ran to the floor. Best fucking experience of my life. Had no idea that she was about to get off stage and go drop an album and literally was in the parking garage at midnight. And that was like, 
nigga. That's new Beyonce. What? This bitch was just on stage with us. Like she didn't say, "Hey, check y'all phones at midnight. I got something coming. Be on the lookout." She didn't. She didn't give nobody a heads up. It was like I'm dropping it, and it worked to the point where then artists for for years was like, "I'm just dropping it. I'm not giving you a date. I'm not doing this. I'm just putting out the project." Because, hey, that's the Kendrick mantra. That's the Kendrick yeah. Lamar mantra. Like you yeah. don't say nothing. We just get to no, just. Just put it out, and that's and that's what I would love for like art, like I said, for Cardi to get to, for uh, SZA to get to, all these people, the Ari Lennox, right? All these Ari people that they, they got. I all want this y'all to get to a point where nigga, just put it out. Like I understand the sophomore slump thing and all of that shit, but sometimes, sometimes that is the case, and then sometimes it's not because there's some certain artists that have had bad second albums, but they Taylor, had good. Shout out to my third. man Taylor, but that second album wasn't oh. it. It wasn't it. Was it. Not but he redeemed song. himself with the third album. That third album's phenomenal. Yeah. And you know, they thought that was they tried to make that happen to Jack as well. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, the more that I listen, I remember when you said that was one of your favorite albums of the year. And the more yeah. that I listened to it, the more it makes sense. Like the album, maybe because we was expecting something different. But the more yeah. I listened to it, I'm like, this is like this dude's ode to Louisville. Like, this is a love and letter to Louisville. This is a say. solid love letter. And I'm, I'm like, like, the I'm more a, I listen to I'm it, the more I hear. Louisville girl. Y'all know me. I'm Louisville, Louisville. I'm not from Kentucky. I don't know what Kentucky is. I can't even <laughs> tell you what that motherfucker is. But I can tell you about this motherfucking 502, my nigga. Facts. I can tell you about that. And so when somebody from here is like you said, you put out a project like that, and I'm here. He ain't here, but I'm here living this shit actually right now. And so when I hop in my car and I can put put this song on, either album, first album, second album, it don't matter. It has its Louisville influence right. all up into that motherfucker. So if I put it on and I'm on, let's say I'm on, I, I put on Baxter Avenue and I pull up on fucking Baxter Avenue, nigga, I done set a fucking vibe because I'm like, nigga, yeah, that's what it is. Or you go back to a, other, a later project, it'd be Eastern Parkway or State Fair, like so many things. Uh, Kentucky Dar- even drove. Kentucky Derby, right. Like Kentucky Derby, like, Lovers Drove. It has our three, it has Static on it, it has Bryson on it, and it has Jack on it. That shit's amazing. And when you listen to it, being from here, being here, Nigga, that shit's a chef kiss. Nigga, you ain't gonna tell me otherwise. Like, facts. fuck out of here. Big facts. Big facts. You're not gonna tell me otherwise. Jack has a very good follow-up album. But like I always say about Jack, he is he is a white guy. And he but he's not the Eminem kill my mama, kill my baby mama. And that ain't what that's not who he's trying to be. And that's what's crazy about it. And to be and honest, I love. You know, motherfuckers is like, well, I don't understand why he's so big. Why are you worried about it? He put his homies on, his actual homies from the city Literally. that are traveling yes. the world with him doing the exact same thing. So, bro, shut the fuck up. I because you tell me, y'all tell me, anybody from Louisville, y'all tell me what other artists, big artists that came out of here that's reached back to anybody that's here. With the exception of Tiller? No. Nobody. Well, with the exception of Tiller and Static Major. That's all you got. And Static Major was touching everybody's pin at the at everybody's pin at the time when that man was alive. Everybody's. Mm-hmm. It wasn't I mean, this dude was pinning hit after hit after hit for Missy, for Aaliyah, for Player, for like right. Like and that wasn't yeah. just it. Like he was everywhere. And he yes. still has arguably the biggest single that's ever come out of Lil Wayne's career. Yeah. So like that catapulted him like 
what static what lollipop and I, I was telling uh ghost about this because ghost is not from louisville so certain things i have to explain just like artist wise being prepared and player is one of them because we forget like what we hold there we love we love trish to you we not the single we talking about the, the whole, whole album, right. album the whole album is that, it's a vibe it's fire it's still fire to this day i play that album at least two, three times out of the year. If I hear one song, I'm like, nigga, I want to hear the whole. I want to hear the whole thing because it's Louisville influence, and I love it because it reminds me of home. Nigga, they got an intro, Derby City intro, a song I-65 talking about, you know, the city where we get to actually ride around and visibly see this shit. And then what? What is so dope is that you got somebody that ain't never been here that can visualize what they are saying on I-65. Right, right. Like there's just certain shit. Like, it paints a picture. Like, the way people feel about New York is the way that we feel about our city and the artists that come from here. And what I love about, like I said, what I love about Jack is that he ain't, he's not overcompensating. He is a, he's a, he's a white boy in black space and he knows that. And he tries to operate as such. This man doesn't wear do-rags. He doesn't have a grill. He doesn't get braids. He's not doing none of these other things. He that ain't these other alone, white, that's for sure. You're right about that. These other white, these other white artists have done this shit, and y'all was like, they trying too hard. But when you got somebody like Jack that's literally being himself think, as a white right, guy right. in black spaces, you still get tight about that. But we let Justin Timberlake get away with getting cornrows and wearing a bedazzled uh, bandana, and I ain't forget, and I love Justin. And not, but, and not, the biggest thing is he didn't speak up for Janet, like, when he should have. And that part, yeah, like, and that's the thing, and then, like, you you damn if you do, damn if you don't. And and we, sh and everybody should know that when it comes to artists, but my, my biggest thing for, like, we'll get off Jack, but the real reason why y'all hate Jack is because he's white. Boom. I blew it up for you. That's what it is. It ain't that he ain't talented. It ain't that the music ain't dope. It's just that he's he's white in a black space and he's actually executing sounds better than some of the other black right. artists that you would hope would do that. Like we as much as I love Tiller. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't see, <laughs> it's I don't funny see. you ain't saying nothing, but I understand every single word. Say what said I'm saying with like, nothing being said, like big facts. And you feel and what I'm saying? Is, like, yeah. He worked. Like people yeah. don't—they just think he came for like he's an industry player. You want he came from attention. nowhere, like yeah. But you, I saw attention. this kid work. I I saw this yeah. kid doing the show. I saw yes. this kid talking to every every underground artist in the city who was popping and what they did and what didn't work for. He saw all of that and built his empire around it. Uh, and yep. he created a team. Jack yep. knew that he could not make it by himself, so he created a team. Therefore, that's why he is where he is, man. Like, the shit's wild. And you pay, and you pay homage, and you don't forget where you're from. Like, I, you see, Jack. He when he comes here, like I said, and this like Tiller's cool, but Tiller only did one concert here, and that was at the Yum Center, correct? Nah, he like, did. We uh, talking, he no, we talking about sold big out a like, Mercury Ballroom when Traps on. No, we talking about bigger than that. Oh, no, nah, he never. That, that. That's the only time he's there because that was the first time he was able to to do that. Yeah, which was dope. But did you come back and do it again? Well, I mean, he had you, no music for did you, because, you know. Did you bring out any local artists around here and put them on before you got on? Okay, cool. So when Jack came back home after 
the the first album when he did that tour and then he came home end of the year and he did those five shows in the five different locations and guess who he had opening up for him local DJs and the local homies artists and right, and acts, the homies right people from here because Z Nice was one of those DJs tell me tell me who's doing that like and you, not if only you can that, show me that he went yeah. to the spots that he performed that he would be performing yeah. at like he performed right. in spots that he shouldn't have never been performing at. Jay yeah. Carlo's not Z Bar bound, like no, he in is any not. instance, like it's wild. He that bigger he than did that. what he did, but it pay. It's like I said, it, it shows love to the city. It shows where he's at. Like I understand that I came from here, and it is very important that I remind people that this is where I'm from. This is home. This is this, I'll never forget this shit. Certain people come up out of here and they don't look back at us. And I get it for the most part, but when but you need that hometown support when the whole world turns against you and then somebody back here can vouch for you and be like, nah, he's not an industry player. Like me said, he's not an industry player. He ain't. I not even that. in the slightest bit. We had we had interviewed him back in 2015 and this was like right at the start and he was like just about to graduate from high school he's a fucking teenager came in z's basement we're we're adults three black ass adults and here, here's this skinny white kid teenager came by himself to do this interview he didn't have no crew with him he didn't have a bunch of flunkies he didn't come up with a bunch of motherfuckers he's i'm going to do this interview he executed it. He was able to hold his own. He knew his music. He knew in which what was his influences. He could do He held a conversation. These other artists that I've interviewed that was trying to get on, they didn't do that shit. Not a third of that shit. They came with too, They came with an entourage. They came with too much bullshit. You came with too much hype when you should have came in here humble and came in here just to have a conversation. So that way, when people listen to it, you want to be relatable. It has to translate. Somebody should be listening to this and be like, damn, that nigga, he sound cool as shit. Like, he sound like somebody I know. Right. I'm going to check out his music. That is how you get people to fuck with you, not telling people to be like, man, ain't nobody fuck with me. I'm this, I'm that. Hey, dog, you can down yourself all you want. That ain't going to make motherfuckers pick you up. So either you going to, either you believe in your height and you going to stand on that shit or you don't. But don't expect me to suck your dick and then make you feel better about it. Like, nigga, do you not know you dope? And if you don't know, it doesn't matter. And this goes back to what we've been talking about. We've been talking about this Beyonce album. That's the difference between the Beyonce album and the Drake album is because the Beyonce difference. album is extra relatable. Like, she talks on there like Beyonce is a single mother who's yeah. working by herself, who's going to school, you know, at nighttime after getting off yeah. of nine to five. And you believe it. The craft yep. is so good that you believe it. That's the problem with honestly, never mind, is you don't believe it. I don't and believe you know it. he don't live that lifestyle. Yeah. That's the thing about Future. Future makes yep. all this drug rap, and that nigga don't do he no don't drugs. Do drugs. Exactly. But you got all these niggas out here listening to your music doing the drugs. So you can't like what do we what do we you know what I'm saying? Like what do you what do you want? What do you expect? Because I'm here to tell you that you may not get what you want, and sometimes you get better, like you get what you deserve. Right, right. I didn't. I, I want a Beyonce R&B album, but this is what I needed. I needed a dance album. You I need, needed to we hear need, something different. I need to feel something different. As black people, we need that joy. That's yes, what, and that's what, that that's what we've been missing. Like yep. our music don't have that joy anymore. And it's this drugs. album it's has emo, that joy. And that's and that's what I said. I said if you don't. My thing is, and I'm going to go ahead, we'll put it out here like this. If you didn't like the album, we don't care. 
Simple. <laughs> big fact. I don't, I, big fact. I don't Argue with your mama, I nigga. Like, we ain't the ones. We ain't the ones. I don't care what you are into or what you like. And I'm tired of you non listening to music ass niggas talking about, I ain't like it. Who asks you for your advice on music? Because you ain't a motherfucker that's like really vast in the shit. You don't listen to it. And you, you take don't shit buy it. face value. You don't Hello? buy it. We still you buy We still out here buying vinyl. I could move my camera right now and you can see. Literally close to twenty five hundred vinyls in my walls in the garage. So yes, I ain't got yes. none of that, and it's from various nah, genres, various times, everywhere, you know? and, everywhere. And, and that that pushes us to the question of the day because we have gone super long because we've been missing and actually <laughs> yeah. we had a lot to talk about. Do you think that this Beyond Beyonce and, and Drake album means that we're going to see a shift in R and B? Do we see a shift? Because to me, I'm not going to say house music. It's all dance music. So do you think we see this shift back to dance? Uh, Yeah, that's what Beyonce do. It's not because of Drake. If Beyonce never dropped, if we didn't get like none of this shit, not an inkling, none of that shit, and just we just had to go based off of what Drake did, it's not going to do what, what it, like I said, the Beyonce self-titled album changed the whole landscape of the game. Right. Everybody was doing it. Everybody was like, I'm not dropping no singles. I'm just going to drop the project and just abruptly drop it and think that they could do the same thing that she does. You ain't got that kind of pull power. Like right. you need, sometimes you need that structure. And she had that. The thing was, is that that was new for her. She wasn't, Beyonce wasn't doing that like prior to like her album, the first three or four albums, they had dates. This one's dropping on this. They worked. They had singles you know, and all that, right? They Videos and all that, out. right? They right. rolled all of that shit out. They had a literal rollout. But then she got, I guess she got tired of the Monday, you know, tell, the label telling you, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. She's like, fuck all of that shit, nigga, I'm dropping it. And then when they hear it, she not only did she give you the audible, she was like, I got audible and I got the visual. This right. Like, and I nobody knew it existed, which is crazy. Like, nobody knew it existed. Everybody kept the fucking secret. Everybody that was on that motherfucker shut the fuck up. And that's what you're supposed to do. Like, let that artistry bleed through. Like, let it speak for itself. Drake couldn't have did that by himself. As influential as he is, he ain't he ain't across he's not across genres influential. Well, you know, happening. I feel like, well, I don't think that Drake album had a ton of 40 tracks on it. Which nah. you know that's a that's a problem in itself, yeah. but like what you said, um, we've I feel like we already seen it. Like the money long song, mm -hmm. like that yep. you got that song. What is that baby boo that sounds kind of like uh, what was that song? The uh, not it wasn't a Quad City DJ. Uh, uh, it sounds like my boo. That song it sounds similar yeah. to that song, and uh -huh. I think we see that shift going back to the ninety. I call it the nineties joy. There's a reason why yeah. we hold 90s R&B music so so highly regarded because it showed black people living their best fucking lives. And they were in love. Right, black right. Black people were in love. And then here's the part that people are missing. Black people were in love. Black people were afraid. They were breaking up, too, and they were afraid to lose their partner, so they didn't mind begging to get their fucking partners back. Like, that's what we're missing. It's love. It's the fact you're not being vulnerable. You're not being honest with yourself because every every guy that sings, he'll put out a song, you know, these hoes ain't loyal or these hoes is doing this or these bitches doing that. Not once have I heard a song in recent time to be honest with yourself and be like, I know I fucked up and I want you back. There is no bended knee. There is no, I'm crying, like, I'll cry for you. Y'all don't have that shit because what what society forced people to do is to be like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to show your emotions. Everything's tough. And it's like, no, everything is not tough. And we all are right. not on the same shit. Like, I'm in love. 
I want her here in love music. That's where I'm at right now. But that does not mean that I don't want my ratchet shit because I can still relate to that. That doesn't mean I don't want my, you know, th these niggas ain't shit anthems because that just means that I can go back for that moment. G give me different moments to live in. You know what I'm saying? Right, I want right. to have like every experience and what we've been getting lately is toxic. And that's the issue is that everybody's proud to be toxic, but ain't nobody being honest. Like there's a lot of people that are in love. There's a lot of people that have children that like, that's my issue with Chris Brown is that you're almost 35 years old and your music is still sounding like you 25 <coughs> years old. You have three children now. You like, give me something else besides these hoes ain't loyal or, you know what I'm saying? Like these bitches is gonna listen to their they friends. Like Chris Brown will give you, he has at least seven to eight, 10 songs that ha that says that same shit and I'm like you get redundant this bitch is not always listening to her friends nigga it's you like you think it's <laughs> and it's really her going off her own man like nigga you ain't shit and I'm tired of it and you like you want to listen to your friends and these bitches don't do hey my nigga are you in love do you love that girl do you want to get that girl back then give me that song like give me the one where you're actually showcasing that you are a human and that it ain't all about fucking these bitches because it's easiest we so easy for y'all to get on these tracks and fuck bitches. Y'all do it all the time. Y'all don't fuck the bitch. I, I said it on the last time we recorded. I'm tired of these R&B niggas fucking me seven, eight, 28 different ways. And we ain't made love not once. And they used to do I'm, that. They used to, back in the day, they used to fuck you and you didn't even know you was getting fucked. Like, you, you didn't know even what I'm know you was getting fucked, my nigga. <laughs> It was so fucking smooth, and she was like, "Nigga, did my draw?" Like, shit. You didn't even know it. Like they just creep up. Like they just creep up on you. Like I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And that was when big niggas like Levert and shit. What no girls like being Levert sexy as hell? What no bit? No no women. How about? Ain't no woman in the world gonna look at Luther in real time and be like, yeah, I date that nigga, but the I moment that it, nigga started nigga singing, did. boy, I tell you what, it was a rap. Same thing nigga. to go for Teddy Pendergrass and all his yes. big-ass niggas yes. back in the day. Yes. Like, you know, it's crazy. We, we wanted to be so... It's all planned. Like, I'm reading this book yeah. now called uh, Stamp from the Start, man, and they talk about all this shit about being hard and non-emotional and, yeah. you know, like, it's the women honest. being, a, black women being against each other uh -huh. and, like, just, cra you know, even, you know, the light skin versus the dark skin shit. I mean, we all joke about this shit, but in real but life, it's I mean, a, a light skin dude, to me, still a nigga, so if you do some off-the-wall shit, that's extra racist and he's light skinned, I'm still gonna fucking beat your ass regardless if I know him or not. I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna Jay stand behind my people. You know what I'm saying? And we missed Jay the said joy. It perfectly on, joy. Jay said it perfectly on uh, Steel Nigga. It's, it's nigga light skinned, light nigga, dark nigga. You still a nigga. House Mixed nigga, nigga, nigga. Uh, uh, it uh, don't matter. Hispanic nigga, Cuban nigga, nigga. Asian nigga. nigga. You still it's black. A nigga, bro. You still black. Right. It doesn't matter. Like you, it doesn't. It's not. It's not what you think. Like when people, you know, like you said, because we gotta wrap this up because we'll be on here all night. But <laughs> you, 
because it's that it's that whole like with slavery is perfect example. We sat there and was like, yeah, but I was in the field, but I was in the house. Bitch, slavery is slavery. None of y'all could leave just because the lighter the lighter tone folks was in the house does not mean they weren't dealing with some, and, the and same you know, fucking struggles. The crazy thing is, is that the lighter people wasn't even in the house all the time. Like that's, no. that's just a that's just a like you said, that's just a thing. Like, yeah, it, it's the way it it's is. Bullshit. Like, they were still yeah, out there in the field. Like that. Slavery, yeah, slavery, but, like you said, that's the that's I, the best way to put. it. struggle is a struggle. We will not play the struggle Olympics to figure out who who's, had who's struggle was we, worse, right? Like, nigga, we all was struggling. Like, slavery was bad. Holocaust was bad. All of these things were bad. But you, we're missing the point while we're trying to fight each other. And on the Those inside, we're in missing. Control, right? They still in control, and they still <laughs> controlling our music. So, how about? How about y'all as R&B stars quit being so damn toxic and make some real fucking R&B music? Please. Talk about what's happening today. Like you said, yeah. talk about the love that you have for somebody. You know what? Fuck it. Talk about the love you have for your fucking self. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Big yourself up. Like, yeah. they hate us being joyous and enjoying ourselves. There's a reason why we own the summer cookout because those all of those summer cookout songs embody a feeling of togetherness and, and, and family and love yep. and it's comfort. Like them yep. songs, when you hear them songs, them summertime songs, you feel like it's your auntie giving you a big ass, a hug. big ass hug, and they Hell just yeah. and they stand right there, and we yep. we miss that. And that's the thing about Renaissance; it feels like it's a fucking summertime it's hug. You know what I'm hug. saying? Like, yes, like I could yes. go hit the grill. In 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 the, in the uh, Grill Daddy Five Thousands, you know which ones I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And play the play her and play. You can't break my soul because that's the type of music that it and is. And be over and snapping with your time. Right, your right. Show. And that's it. And that's what you know. A lot of kids don't understand that. A lot of these yep. kids that are going to be 15, 16, 20, they don't understand that because they didn't have it. We didn't have that yep. music. We had summer music, but our summer music wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? We had right. this hot right. beer and shit like that when we was coming up in the club scene and we yeah. had a bunch of summer music, but it ain't that shit. No, it's and, not that. And, you know, to see, I hope the shift. I hope that's the shift because I love it. I hope I it. love it having music shift. for specific times of the year. Hell you know, yeah. like, yeah. you used to talk about Boys to Men. That motherfucking Boys to Men Christmas album. <laughs> shit. Okay. I, that motherfucker is played every Christmas. Every listen. Christmas. Nigga, them Brian McKnight and Boys to Men made one of the greatest R and B Christmas songs with Let It Snow. Everybody Facts. was on time that day. Everybody Facts. was on and time. And even Chris, when he made this Christmas, when he remade Kilted. the Donny Hathaway song of this Christmas, you like, damn, this motherfucker actually slaps harder than the original. Like yeah. it can be done. Bring it back. We miss that. We Please. need that. I miss it so much. I do. I don't want no more reheated samples of the early 2000s. I don't want, although that might be Sweetie and the rest of you lazy motherfuckers <coughs> jam. We got to get off of that shit. Y'all need to get some originality. I don't want to hear P. Pablo's nothing reheated. No Lil John reheated. None of that shit. Like, oh, no. Deuce Deuce. Be, uh, I, I don't know if you listen to Deuce Deuce. He uh, crunk ain't dead. He does a whole bunch <laughs> of like Lil John Cup, it motherfuckers is fired up. Like, but he makes like <laughs> he makes crunk music with newer, like it yeah. just has a newer feel to it, but it's still crunk music. I mean, if yeah, you're gonna do I that, do that. But don't be good. Don't half ass it, man. Give us make what you want to make. We out here, we consumer, we Put looking for the new thing. Make what you want to make. Because if if 
artists didn't make what they wanted to make, we'd have never got off the wall. We would have never got never. fucking thriller. You know, we would have never got chances. tomorrow man. We would have never got yeah. we would have never got these albums that we consider fucking classics. We wouldn't. Try it out. Fuck yeah. give it a shot. Yeah. Beyonce almost yeah. got a whole fucking what you say, ten out what she had eleven albums, she did four seven. as a group. She got seven. And seven yeah. solo. And to yeah. be honest, that's oh would that be actually it'd be twelve, right? Because if you count the Carters, because basically she was all over 12. that motherfucker. Yeah. That's twelve yeah. albums that are almost fucking classic. Like if you was to pick any one of them albums, I could be like, Well, I you see wouldn't why, go wrong. I see why it's classic. You wouldn't go wrong. I see yeah. I but, get it. I get it. Because at any moment Yeah, at any moment, because we gotta get at it. But I think in, in closing, Renaissance is like B Day's uh big sister. That's what that is. If Beyonce, if you go back and listen to Beyonce's B Day album, it didn't check out Renaissance. You'll see, you'll see it. You see that we've we've always been heading in this direction creatively with Beyonce because she got those hints of the funk on there because she got Freakum dresses on there, funky Deja Vu, funk as fuck. Like there's some songs on there that's funky, and then you get a like you get a, a project like Renaissance, and you can still hear it. You be like, oh okay, it's like the growth, it's like right, the expansion right. of her like. It's the it's the B Day album mixed with the uh, Blow song on the Beyonce solo album gives you Renaissance. Anytime she's done anything funky or anything like that, like Formation, same thing. Anytime she's giving you something like that different, it fits into Renaissance because it did indeed create a Renaissance and it created a shift. Whenever whenever she does stuff, the world does stop. The the music industry does shift because now y'all gotta play keep up because now I've taken it to a whole nother level. And then right. when I take it, I, I let y'all play with it for some years. Like I said, this is her first solo album in six years. I'm going to let y'all play for, you know, I'm going to let you do your thing. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to take this shit somewhere else. So while y'all have fun with it at this level, I'm about to snatch the ball and I'm going to run this motherfucker this way. And I hope y'all come with me. And if you don't, then you, you miss it. And that's just on you. And what's crazy is she took it back. She didn't really yeah. go forward in time. She went back in time yeah. and was yeah. like, "Hey, I'm going to take R&B back to R&B." Shout out yeah. to shout out to uh, you know, if you haven't listened to Renaissance, definitely go give it a listen. It's definitely worth it. If you don't like it, we don't care. Keep your your negativity over there, and that and that applies to everything. Big like facts. this is across we, the we board. I don't give a fuck if you're never gonna watch P Valley again. I don't give a fuck that if you slaps, don't like I don't care. it. I watch that shit. That shit I is monstrously it. good. I don't give a fuck what nobody that, says. That motherfucker's good, but guess what? You make an announcement that you're not gonna watch it no more. We don't care. I'm still in gonna the, watch it right. Right. In my Stephen A. Smith voice, we do not care. I promise you, sweetheart. If you only like two songs, keep it to yourself, bitch. We love the whole album. <laughs> if you didn't like, if you don't like uh, P Valley Fellows, and you like, what is this? Why was you watching the first season? Because Uncle Cliff and Lil Murder was fucking in first. But season it don't matter. Point. You know how much they strippers. It's you a know good how much story line. There's so much titty and like what that don't even then make sense to me. It don't make sense. Exactly. It don't make sense to me. Exactly. I. You niggas are stupid. Here it don't though. <laughs> And I'm guaranteeing you that I speak for everybody in Dope, though. We stand for Black Joy, and we always are going to Pretty. celebrate that shit. I don't give a fuck what y'all believe. At the end Do of the day, you, you know, all that negativity shit can go out the window because we believe in joy. Black Keep joy. Keep that toxic shit. I want to dance. I'm tired of you niggas talking about cheating on bitches and then getting back and all that shit. My nigga, if you're going to cheat, I need you to shut the fuck up with the cheating and do it quietly and discreetly. That's the point right. of cheating. What happened to that? What happened to that? Tap. 
What happened to comedy? Y'all niggas ain't got no tact, tact no more. No tact. None. That's why, some, that's why these bitches be going upside your head. You deserve it. So. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> deserve that shit. Make sure y'all follow. Y'all can follow me. You like Thuggelina Jolie. Uh, Banshee's Block will be back sometime soon. I've been moving. It's real chaotic. I got a, I have a session, an R&B session that I'm going to put out that I feel like. It's oh, a I can't wait to hear that. It's a blend of 90s R&B and early 2000s to where I think these are some of the key elements that are missing and what makes uh, these songs like love songs or songs that, you know, pull at your emotions. This is what we're missing. We might so start getting into these playlists together. every once in a while. I do another yeah. show where we're talking about the playlist. We we definitely yeah. need to get yeah. into that. Uh, you know, obviously, follow, follow Thug, follow Amore King because he ain't here. Follow me, methodical him. one. <laughs> also, follow Big Breath Seasoning, man. Got a whole bunch of shit that I'm getting ready to slap on the world here oh, real, real yeah. soon on some different shit. Um, at the end of the day, before we go, check out the crew on Monday. Our, our Monday crew slaps. They do their damn thing. Shout out to uh, to, to King Act and uh, uh, DJ Suspense for holding it down. Shout out to our missing member as well, the youngin. You know, we ain't seen him in a while. Hopefully, he's good. He's straight. We'll see yeah, you soon yeah, enough. Yeah. But continue that black joy, man. Play that shit as loud as fucking Dance, possible. y'all. Be Dance, fucking be happy. Yourself, Fuck all that shit. Be emotional. Dude, be, be open, yeah. man. Just be. You know what I'm saying? Quit, quit living up to unrealistic standards set for black people. Had this Straight conversation with happy, my mom, yeah. man. We human. We supposed to do human shit, so be human. I mean that's a fact. Yep. With that being said, we'll be back next Friday. Y'all take yeah, it easy. we ain't gonna leave. We not gonna leave y'all like this no more. Like we life get busy. It's summertime. Right, like right, that. right. I'm we not, ain't gonna. We, I, ain't we been, back. I have not been having a hot girl summer. I ain't been on a lot of trips. I've been having a, re, a responsible girl summer, and the shit sucks. It's zero out of ten. I do not recommend this shit. But adults ghetto. I don't give fuck what nobody it says. Shit ghetto. I would not recommend it. But do your thing. For the best <laughs> of ability. Be happy. Dance, nigga. Beyonce said we dancing, nigga. Get to the, in this renaissance. If you don't like it, and stay on your emo drug shit and shut the fuck up talking to us. We having fun, all right? Peace. We'll we catch y'all next week. Later. <laughs>